Hi, everyone. As you know, we were preparing a live show with a group of other podcasts for a podcasting with a purpose event benefiting families forward. Due to the COVID-19 outbreak, we've had to postpone the show. It'll still happen. And as soon as we have a new date, we will let you know. For now, you can follow at Podcast with a Purpose on Facebook and Twitter for updates, as well as this show's social media. All right, on to the show. Hey guys, and welcome to We Weren't Friends in High School, the podcast where I reunite with high school classmates from my graduating class of Wizzaken High School in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I'm Brad Corbett, class of 2001. This We're still going here with uh, everything that's happening in the world. People are, some are hunkered down, some are still going to work. I just hope that uh, everyone is staying safe. And, uh, you know, for me, just going to keep trying to get this content out. Uh, luckily have a few interviews, uh, in the bank. Uh, obviously as time goes on, if, uh, the quarantine doesn't let up, um, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll have to address that when it, when I start running out of interviews, but in the meantime, still trying to think of, uh, just, you know, creative stuff. Last week I put out a little snippet for everyone of some unreleased material with Jason Herb from episode 105. So if you missed it, uh, check it out. It's on the podcast feed, and I'm going to try and keep doing some things like that. Uh, not always the exact same way, but uh, just trying to stay creative while we are all kind of in the house. Um, and of course, two weeks ago, my guest, Alicia Conti, everyone's been uh, sharing their love for Alicia on Facebook. Um, so if you haven't had a chance to check that out, go do that. Uh, in addition to Jason's episode, uh, check out Alicia's episode, episode 116 in the archives. Before we get into this week's episode, the social media. We were friends in high school on Instagram at WWF in high school on Twitter. And I am at redshirt playa, P-L-A-Y-A. And that's everywhere. Uh, this podcast is available pretty much any place you get podcasts, Apple podcasts, Google play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever, whenever, just like Shakira said. This week, my guest is Kelly Brooke Morton. This is a really interesting episode. Um, so the way that this episode came about was Kelly actually reached out. Uh, I believe it was over the holidays and just told me that she was really enjoying the podcast. And she also said, you know, if I'm looking for guests, she would love to be on. But she did it with the caveat that she's really boring. Everyone kind of says something like that when I ask them to come on. Oh, what am I going to talk about? But Kelly, besides offering to come on the podcast, was just insisting that this was not going to be a good podcast. But I decided to take her up on the offer. Um, and she came down on a Saturday night. It was literally the very next day after I recorded Alicia's interview. Uh, so Alicia's interview, which went a pretty good length of time, um, Kelly came over and me having not really had any conversations with Kelly, I didn't know what to expect. I never know what to expect. But what I'm starting to realize, I think, is that in episodes that I, I just know nothing about the people and even to with Alicia, even though we've been talking on Instagram um, and I didn't I didn't really know a lot about her life in school. Uh, these are turning out some very long episodes so my episode with Kelly may have been the longest recording I've ever done. Kelly was here for about six hours 
on a Saturday night, and she brought not just a bottle of rosé on a joke that I told her. She brought a bottle of sake because we were in Japanese class together. And I thought that was indicative of the type of person that I found Kelly to be. Just a very genuine person. She had listened to the podcast. She'd heard the stories about Japanese class. Japanese meant something to her in school. And she wanted to gift this bottle of sake, which I proceeded to enjoy through the entire interview. Uh, So thank you for that, Kelly. Um, But we just had a great conversation, not just about high school, but about life. Uh, And so that's what this conversation is. And because we're in a quarantine, because Kelly was here for six hours, this is going to be part one of this interview. And next week, we'll be back with part two. And let me just say, before I get into the interview, I am terribly embarrassed by my pronunciation of sake. It's not sake. I know it's not sake. I don't know why I was calling it sake. I know it's sake. And listening back, I was cringing every single time I pronounced it wrong. Okay, with that in mind, enjoy my conversation with Kelly Brooke Morton. All right. All right, my life's not very interesting. Hopefully we don't bore everyone. People are going to be sleeping on this one. (laughs) So Kelly Brooke Morton. Yes. Hey. You can call me Kelly Brooke. I kind of miss being Kelly Brooke. Do you really? I love that name. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Some people keep them. It's my middle name now. Yeah, see, my mom did did the same thing. Mm -hmm. She switched it up. Mm -hmm. Keep it with you. Yep. Yep. How are you? Good. Yeah. How are you? I'm well. So you're like, um, uh, you're one of the first guests probably that I don't know much about at all. Okay. I don't, um, I think Ryan was someone similar. Like, I don't have many like memories of anyone saying anything about you or like, I don't think we had classes together. Um, I think I just know you like by association of you hung with this person or you hung with that person. Um, you played this sport. Mm-hmm. Um, you went to college. Like those are the, like, you know what I mean? Like those are the general basic outlines. Yeah. I feel um, like we had Japanese together though. See, I don't remember. All I remember about Japanese literally is like Mike Clyburn. That is really, really yeah. And then I remember like Vince Sadati a little bit okay. in high school um, and maybe a, a couple other people, but that was about it. Like I, I don't remember yeah. who I had certain classes with unless it was bad. Oh, so, well, so maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. Okay. For me also. <laughs> For okay. me also. Wait, so you said you remember like who I hung out with and stuff. Mm-hmm. Who did I hang out with? So I remember you with <laughs> like, I want to say like Steph Schneck, mm-hmm. um, Kate Moult. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Megan McDougal. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good, right? Okay. Yeah, that's good. All right. And that's just off the top of the head. Yeah, just, yeah. Um, so in my, So I don't know. Where did you go? Let's go back to the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Where did you go to elementary school? Stony Creek. Stony Creek. Yeah. Where did you live? I lived on Mock Road. So you, you had Yoast that Stony Creek was on. Oh, okay. And it was perpendicular. What's that like? Is that Bluebell? Yes. Okay. So like Yoast meets up with North Wales and I was the street in. Okay. Yep. All right. Mock Road. Brothers, sisters? Older brother and older sister. Yeah, cool. So they all went through Wizzahick and also. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. How much older? My brother's five years older, so he graduated in 96, 
My sister's two years older, graduated in 99. So you had one that was actually in schools with you. Yep. Growing up. That's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Were you like, were you known following your sister? I don't think so. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, the Brooks sister. I mean, I think they knew we were sisters because we look similar. Okay. But we're very different. So I don't think so. But I also was pretty friendly with like her friends too. Like, and that's Brandon and I had that connection because Shotland was friends with my sister and stuff like that. They were in like the same group. Yeah. yeah, Mm -hmm. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who'd you hang out with in elementary school? So I would say like my first two friends were Nicole Westerfer. Um, Someone else mentioned her before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Megan McDougal. So, because I remember, because we had a three-way best friend necklace when we were in like kindergarten, um, and then Kate Mole, Jen Widener, mm. Brandon, like later, there was Katie Boylan. I don't know if you remember her because she I, didn't go to West Second for I high can school. Picture the face, I know yeah. the name, yeah, you know, baby from middle school, but yeah, yeah, and then like Pam Lisey came in fourth grade. Yeah. Yep, that's cool. So that was elementary school. Um, and then you went to middle school. Mm-hmm friendships was it the same for you i mean i guess you mentioned a few people that you were still friends with i guess now yeah so i guess at least your best friends maybe stayed but socially for you what was that like yeah i feel like i've had like pretty consistent friends with my the one group there's like five of us which it's me meg steph jen and kate have stayed pretty close and then nicole westifer has always been one of my best friends growing up um and then in middle school, I'm trying to think. Middle school, that's where we met Steph Schneck because I didn't know her until middle school. She went to a different elementary school. Okay. And then and then we started hanging out with like Ashley Kreider, Bo, Jen Shim, that whole crew. All right. I think that was middle school. So it just kind of like continued on and expanded. Yeah. Um, What did you do like as you were growing up as a kid? What kind of stuff were you? Hmm, what did I do? Not in high school so much, but like as you're like starting to hang out, you're like 12, 13, 14, like you're really starting to like develop friendships outside of, you know, when I, when I look back to middle school, I always kind of say, especially on the podcast, like that's where your friendships kind of end by geography and start to accumulate by interests, I guess. So what kind of things were you kind of, were you branching into? Well, I'm thinking like in the summer, I spent a lot of summers at Mermaid. Which is funny because you did too. Yeah, I did summer camp for two years there. So I didn't do summer camp there, but I did. So I went to summer camp at Gwen and Mercy. Okay. Um, They had a summer camp that we went to every year. Yeah. But then I guess when we got older and didn't do summer camp, we went to Mermaid. I went with Nicole and her family like every day. Her mom would take us That's to Mermaid. Cool. Which is so funny that like I feel like you guys should have met at some point. It's possible. Yeah. You know, would she go to middle school? She did. Okay. But, you know, it's all pods. So our middle school is like split into, I don't know what other middle schools are like. Yeah. But, you know, we were split into three different complete sections of the school, literally yeah. physically, A, B, A, B, and C pods. So what, I don't even know like what pod she would have been into, you know, the, the three never remember. really. Yeah. What pods did you have? Do you remember those? I remember I was in B in sixth grade. I think seventh grade I was in A because that was like Mr. Landis, Mr. Johnston. Okay. I remember that one. I remember yeah. Mr. Johnston. Uh, <laughs> and then eighth grade. I don't I don't remember. 
I want to say B again, but that's okay. a total guess. All right. So mermaid, I did swim team at mermaid. I absolutely hated it. My mom made really? me do swim team because I have scoliosis. Oh. So she thought it was good. Like very, it's like six degrees. It's nothing. Is that like an major. urban legend? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got diagnosed and it was like, what are we going to do? You should probably do swim team. Swimming is really good for your back. Okay. Um, I guess. So she made me do swim team. Right. I hated it. I remember they told me I had to do two laps and I cried my eyes out. But I remember hard. Brianna from there too. Yeah. Swimming was, I learned to swim, I think at, no, nah, I guess I learned uh, at YMCA. I remember swimming in that pool at Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, like to get the privilege, you had to pass a swim test just to get in there because it was oh. like, it was like madhouse in there at times when all the kids would be in there right. in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. And they had like the diving board and they had the, uh, the slide and like, yeah. it was awesome in there. Huh. Were yeah. you ever like a counselor there or anything? No. 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 Because I think Kate was a counselor there once. Just uh, just a two-year camper. I would do yeah. summer camps two years at a time hmm. at each place. Hmm. Um, you know, like an ambler camp, uh, like a YMCA ambler camp, yeah. country day camp. I did lower Gwena camp at Wizzahicken, uh, <gasps> like right before middle school for two years. Oh. Um, and then I actually did summer camp for one year. It was the only one-year camp I did at Temple Ambler. It was a drama camp. No, I did it two years with Chrissy Shuck. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Small world. Yeah. I point it like that because she lives <laughs> she, she lives, lives over there, there, somewhere over there. Yeah, yeah. Oh. In South Philly. That's huh. <laughs> You're like, over there. <laughs> We're on the other side over of this there. wall. Well, listen, I don't know. You never know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else I did. Well, like, what did you do with fr- with your friends? With like, did friends? you yeah, do you start um you know, I always say that like part of why I say we weren't friends yeah. in high school is like if I consider friends like you hung out yeah. after school or whatever, you know, what did you start doing with, you know, with Megan, with Kate Mall, with, so, with them in middle school? I, so the way our streets were, I was in the middle of Megan McDougal and Jen Widener. So we were always together. We were always at one of our houses. We were literally three streets apart from each other. That's cool. Yeah. So um, I feel like they were at my house a lot, but we ran back and forth between all of them. Okay. Um, so we did that a lot in middle school and stuff. What is it just like girl talk? Is it listening to music, staring at posters on the wall? Like what is, what is girl what hang time? Is girl hang time. I guess it's just girl talk. Riding bikes. <laughs> I don't know. What do you, I what guess, do you do as a girl? I don't remember riding bikes with them. I remember riding bikes like by myself. I remember we still like play tennis in the street, which is weird. Um, I guess it's just a lot of girl talk. It's girl talk. Yeah. All right. I don't know what we did. <laughs> Even like when we got older and in high school, we spent a lot of time together, but we never really did much. It's really? just hanging and driving around. We drove, see, and this is, I'm like, am I telling all of our secrets? We used to just drive around and then like find the guy's house that we liked and we drive past the guy's house that we liked. And do what? Nothing. Just drive by. Just drive by. He lives there. We go to Wawa. We were at Wawa a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Which Wawa? One on the um, center square. The one, well, we went to the one a lot on Township Line in North Wales, just because we mm-hmm. lived right there, or the one in Center Square. Okay. Right by Justin Either. Hammond's house. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. I got trained. So I used to work for Wawa for like a, dec- oh, for like a decade. A decade? And I trained at that Wawa my first Which one? The one across from Justin Hammond's house? Yeah. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. That was uh, back when, yeah, I don't know what it is now. It's something it's that looks- It's Anna's Corner Store. But it looks just like a Wawa. Yeah. I went in, so I, my mom still lives right very close to there. So I just went in there the other day and was picking up rolls. And they have like core police rolls that are pre-packaged mm-hmm. now, like 
That's pretty it's sweet. Weird. Yeah, and his corner store. So you uh you brought a little bit of sake here. I did. Um, and that's because you took, like I did, Japanese yeah. class. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I, I don't remember anything specific, as I said. But do you have mm-hmm. actual memories of like me being in Japanese class with you? I mean, I knew you took Japanese, so I must have. Like, I have that. Like, when I think of you, I think of being in Japanese okay. class. Um, it wasn't. But like I don't a have any group, specific. Right? It wasn't like a big group no. of people, right? It was like. It felt like it was like 30 kids took Japanese no, class. Yeah. And did you say you only took it in middle school or did you take it I in high school I took too? it for one year in high in school, high in school. ninth grade. It was okay. honors, but it was so hard. It was like you come back from summer from summer vacation yeah. and the very first day it's no English. And I just bombed. I, I failed. It's the only class I've ever failed like in high hmm. school. Um, it was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? I think I took it all through high school. I tried to really? take it in college, too. Jeez, I'm so jealous. I don't think I was that good at it, though. But I liked it. But you passed. I, I mean, mean, listen. Yeah, I did The pass. difference between yeah. you thinking you weren't very good and the reality of how good I was. Yeah. I got an F, Kelly. <laughs> did you get an F? No. All right, I win. <laughs> I was way worse. Um, But I remember that it was hard. Yeah. But I was always like, I got good grades, but I had to work hard for my good grades. Like, I was a studier. I was never like, it wasn't an easy thing for me. Um, How do you study for Japanese? Did you like. I don't remember. That was the thing. It was like, you, we had those tapes, right? That, now it would be so much easier. The internet. Right? right? Yeah. Everyone, you can find different things where people yeah. speak it and, and different examples. But all we had were the tapes and the workbooks. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, just if I don't understand it in class. Going home and like looking at it, it's yeah. not going to make it any better. I was just, how did you so, make it through high school? So now I'm going to bust out my inner nerd because okay. I'm also going to, I'm going to bust out the sake. <laughs> um, so in fifth grade after school on Thursdays, you could take Japanese at in Stony Creek. Fifth grade. So I stayed after school and took Japanese in fifth grade. Wow. That's really cool. And then wait, it gets better. I think in middle school. Did you, was that your choice? Yes. I wanted to take it. Why? I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I remember like it was in the library and we would take Japanese. I don't even know, remember who the teacher was. But then I took it a step further and I think in middle school, (laughs) I um, went to Japanese camp. (laughs) This is awesome. Um, and it's funny cause there were two other people. I can't remember cause we all carpooled. I remember my grandmom sometimes drove us Do you, re- you probably don't remember Garrick Baskerville by any chance. Mm-mm. So he was in my sister's grade. He's a doctor now oh. in Texas, but we, I remember going with him to Japanese camp at Shady Grove in the summer. So I took it middle school all through high school. I tried to take it in college, but I was a biology major in college. Okay. And Japanese was four days a week, and I could never fit it in my schedule with wow. all my labs that I had to take. So I had to not take it in college. Um, I'll taste it. I'm offering her the sake here. <laughs> um, oh, just a little. Um, so but did I don't you... remember like how I studied or anything, but I really loved sensei in middle school. Um, so we still keep in touch. I like send her a Christmas card. Every I actually year. saw you yeah. post something just like the other day oh, yeah. to her mm-hmm. in Japanese or something like maybe with your son or. Yeah. So my first grader, they're doing like a Japanese unit and he came home 
and they're learning Japanese words. He's been telling me about it, and I keep saying, "Mommy took Japanese," and he keeps forgetting that every day. He's like, "I forgot again." I was I was so like enamored with the idea that because it wasn't something that was offered in other school districts, as far as I knew, uh, yeah. I felt special, and that's probably that was one of the reasons I took it. Also, because I got a B, it was the best one I did uh, of all the four uh, ones, but. Um, I loved it. Uh, yeah. And, and I love the culture yeah. and being a wrestling fan. Uh, wrestling is very big in Japan. So for oh. me, like it just kind of meshed. And so forever, I've always kind of understood a little bit of the language when I watch it or read. Uh, I can still remember the alphabet. Um, I don't know. So it does it stay with you? Yeah. So it's, I've taught my um, kids a bunch of stuff. Uh, I remember. Do you remember we used to watch Winnie the Pooh? No. In high school? Yeah. No, in middle, middle school. school. Uh, I in do kind of remember that now. Yeah. Now you say that that does sound familiar. And I've taught them a couple of things from that. So, and my first grader repeated it without me saying it the other day, which was weird. Um, like he used to say, Onaka ga gugu when his stomach was yeah. gurgling or rumbling, I guess. Um, and then head, shoulders, knees, and toes. I still yes, remember I that do in remember Japanese. That. Do you yes, remember yes, it? Yes, still? yes, yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So every once in a while, my kids will ask me to like sing it in Japanese. Oh my God. It's so fun. Um, You're unlocking things in my brain right yeah. now. Yeah. That's great. Um, Did you get to do anything with uh, with Japanese culturally? Did you get to take that trip? No. My Did mom you? wouldn't let me go. Mm. Did you go? No. My mom thought I was too young to go that far away. Have you ever been? No. And I've always wanted to go. Me too. Bucket list trip for even though it's not that hard, I don't think, but I know. I don't I think know it's expensive. Probably. Yeah. I um the only time it's ever come in handy was so I work in like for a major healthcare company. Okay. And um I was at a convention with surgeons and a lot of international surgeons fly in. And mm. two of them came over from Japan and I started yeah. talking to them in Japanese yes. and they thought it was like the coolest thing in That's the whole awesome. world. And of course, I don't, I can't speak too much of it, but that was like the only time I've ever used Just it. Just a little bit is, is yeah. probably cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Although people do think it's cool. It like at work, cool. someone just found out that someone was jumping on a call at night with Japan. And I said, oh, I took Japanese. And they're like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's um, still not a thing. I, I still don't think like it's a thing that people are taking no. or offered in other school districts. When I when I talk about people are like, really? You took Japanese? Yeah. or And I go, yeah, like in seventh and eighth grade. And they go, seventh grade? Mm-hmm. In middle school, you're taking – like it's something that people find yeah. incredible. Yeah. Uh, I'm very honored to have been in there. Yeah. Um, um but I love the culture too. Yeah. I remember, do you remember since I got married when we were in middle school? Was it when we were in middle school? I thought it was after. I don't remember calling her Bokunevitz. I don't think sensei she, in middle school. Yeah. I feel like maybe it was when we were in eighth grade. Okay. Because, and I only know because, again, I'm busting out my nerd, but um, Maureen Wagner and I made her a thousand paper cranes. Because it's like the I lo- kind of remember this. Yeah, we must have been in the same class. Yeah. This does sound really familiar. She, I think she hung it in the classroom. Okay. But Maureen Wagner and I spent a lot of time making origami crates. That's funny. Yeah, but we send Christmas cards to each other every year. Um, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've, I've I've met her a couple times for lunch. That's cool. Not, it was a while ago, but um, yeah, we're friends on Facebook uh, as well, and she's like one of the few teachers that like I I message for birthdays and. You know that likes statuses, yeah. like that takes like an active part yeah. in, in supporting people, and it's cool. Yeah. She's very nice, and it's funny. I was, it's funny if you do, you don't have like bad memories because I remember her like calling my house. Really? About me. Yeah, I was in middle school. I was a handful <gasps> for many. Hmm. 
Uh, and so I definitely remember her calling the house and like having to talk to my parents about That's me. And, yeah. Funny. So it's it's funny now that I don't know if it's ironic. That might not be the right definition <laughs> of it, but uh, it is funny that now she's one of the few that yeah. you know that I keep in touch with on a little bit of a basis. Huh? Yeah. She got me like the sweetest graduation gift. Really? So her family, I guess, knows Jimmy Carter. Oh. So he wrote a book and yeah. she got me like a signed copy of it. And it was so thoughtful. You a big Jimmy Carter fan? No. Okay. But it's... it was just like a connection she had. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. It's something of note. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you read it? I don't know <laughs> if I read it. You didn't read it. I don't Sorry. know. It's actually, I know exactly where it is. Um, it's in, I have like a hope, do you know what a hope chest is? Is that like a big chest that it's, you? Yeah. It's like, it. Was, I feel like it was like my graduation gift or something for my parents. It's still in my bedroom at their house. Um, and I put things that I like want to keep safe in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that book is in there, especially because I just looked the other day when I went to find my yearbook. It was in there. So, yep. That's yep. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what was in there? So you've got a lot of yearbooks. I do. I brought all my yearbooks from high school and middle school. Oh, and so you've part, got multiple years. Got you. Yeah. But part of it was I was convinced that you would have signed my yearbook at some point from us being in Japanese together. And nope, nope. Never did. No, I even looked through them all. Yeah. It was interesting to read all the comments, though. It is, right? Were yeah. Anything that surprised you? or I always thought. I got along with everyone and like wasn't very dramified because I, I, especially now, mm-hmm. I just as I get older, I can't tolerate being around drama. But there's like all these things with some of my good friends that they were like, so we fought a lot this year, but like hopefully we can keep in touch this summer. And I'm like, what were we even fighting about? Like high school? Like or high school, school girls can just, it was middle school. Okay. High school girls or middle school girls can be just like so dramified. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, we, what, like what could we possibly have been fighting about? No clue, huh? No, no. What? Uh, so you had um, you had like a good group of friends. Kind of kept expanding through middle school, in general, socially, yeah. education wise. What was your middle school experience? Your kind of early, your preteens, I guess. Fun, mm. trouble, yeah. any drama? I mean, you said you hate drama. You don't remember anything with these well, girls, I, but I think I was drama. Though, well, you know, you're kind of you're getting thrown in <laughs> yeah. with. You know, I found that like I was learning and and somewhat clashing with at times different people who with different backgrounds and you're kind of learning about different people but for you and and especially i'm curious because girls yeah you know it's sometimes a different animal how i don't mean to say animal yeah it's it's the object is a different (laughs) animal as far as like how girls deal with conflict and some girls have said that you know girls are so much meaner what was your just experience in general i don't really remember girls being mean i remember like sometimes with our friends we would get into like little arguments that eventually always like blew over and i couldn't even tell you what any of them were about but you asked like socially in middle school like that was when i started playing sports i don't think i was ever very good at sports (laughs) but i liked like having a team and meeting new people and that kind of thing would you like field hockey lacrosse i did field hockey and lacrosse yep um it's funny i feel like you have to do both I know there are a lot of people, and I imagine they're they're both on the opposite sides, right? One's fall or winter, yes. right, and the other one's spring. Yeah. So I imagine that's on purpose. But are they similar game wise in any way, yeah. other than you're holding a stick? Not really, because lacrosse is much faster in terms of running. Field hockey, you're down, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I tried to do indoor track one year, and I just was bored. I wasn't <laughs> like, I was like, I need something to do. I can't just run. So 
did you do all those sports in high school too? Yep. Both. Yep. Um, so was that kind of your social group mainly? I mean, yes. I think a lot of my friends did play both sports, but I think I had other friends too. But like everyone says that they bounced around. Everyone yeah. says that they were f- kind of friends with, yeah, with everyone. everyone. Yeah. And, and um, you know, to some extent that might be true or they might have been nice to everyone. Yeah. My definition of a friend is so much harsher. Yeah. I think yeah. to people. Um, but did you, I don't know, where did you see yourself in like your group? You know, everyone has a, everyone's kind of stereotyped by their friendships. I think a little bit. Did you feel like you were, were you self-aware? Do you feel like you were in any type of a stereotyped group? Quote unquote, do you feel like you were part of like cool kids or, um, smart kids or whatever, you know, preppy kids or. I think. And again, this is what everyone says. I always felt like we were friends. I was friends with everyone, but when I hung out with people, I hung out with Steph, Meg, Kate, and Jen. And occasionally we would like go and hang out with some of the people in the other crowds, but we spent a lot of times like by ourselves. You know, similar. I I hung out with, you know, five people, four people. Yeah. I kind of looked at us as kind of an aside to what everyone else was doing because no one invited invited us to parties or drinks or whatever. We didn't hang out with with girls. We just didn't mingle with other people. But you kind of mingled and yeah, and you named you know probably like twenty different people that you were kind <laughs> of like friends with. Yeah. Did you? I don't know. Did you feel like that was normal for? I don't know. Did you feel like it was the same? Or I don't know. I don't know. Like, Do you get I, what I'm asking? Yeah. And I don't. I feel like I feel the same way you did. Kind of that we felt like we were like our own little thing. Like we had like a nickname for us and like. But we still would sometimes, like I remember sometimes going hanging out at like parties and stuff like that, but not very often. Yeah. Um, and then we were like, we all played sports but we, and we all were like pretty academic, like we were very conscious of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I don't know that I would fit into any like, you know, you have like the popular kids and the, I don't know that that we fit into any of those. Yeah, yeah. Um. I don't know. What do you think? Like if you would have thought of like the people I hung out with. Um, what was our, did we have like a category? I, no, I don't think, uh, not in the sense of like, um, oh, that's the cool kids. Mm -hmm. And I have to be honest, like I Mm -hmm. don't, because I don't, because I have such little memories of you specifically, right? I have to base it off of like Steph Schneck and, and, um, you know, people like that. And and I really, I look at your group as like athletic because I, I knew that you guys all played, uh, lacrosse field hockey. Yeah. Um, I picture you guys all in like sweats or pajama bottoms that. with the hair that's thing. That's true. And, you know what I mean? Like, I guess, yeah. And I forget about all and of that. And that's not a personality type. That's just what, when I think of, when I'm like forced to think back, like, okay, what do you remember? What do you remember? Um, I do think that you're, and this is something that I ask people sometimes, I think your group was probably all white. I'm curious about that. From that, Yeah. Um, Which isn't, you know, I think mine was too, actually. But <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I always laugh though because was that anything that the you... five of us? I'm the only brunette. Like mm. whenever we take, like everyone's right, blonde. Sure. I'm the only brunette everywhere we go. Um, I would say my extended friends. We had a, like, I, you're right though. It wasn't very diverse. We had like Jen Shim and Bo. Mm. Um, like I used to call Jen Shim Niffer. 
What's that? Like just oh, the end of her name Nifer, and so just Jennifer. something different. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have like a bin of notes from like Jen Shim and my um, like when you used to fold them up and um, but you're right. You kind. Of, I feel like our school. Do you think our school was diverse? It was. It but was not- diverse, but I do think our school was very, very segregated. Yeah. And so my next my next guest that's going to air is Aram. Yeah. And um, part of like him coming was that like I was very anxious to get diversity and not yeah. just black and white. Yeah. But I wanted to have an Asian representation yeah. and not just one more. Yeah. But part of that is that I do feel that when I look around and I've said this a few times that when I look around at the landscape of the school, I see the black kids hanging by the trash yeah. can. Uh, I see the Asian kids walking in a large group of 30 yeah. uh, down the hall, down the middle of the hallway, not speaking English. Yeah. Um, and then it's hard to – I'm half white, right? My, my entire family is white. Yeah. Uh, and so it's weird for me to, you know, put something in the phrase of, you know, a bunch of white people being segregated. Yeah. Because that is super normal for me. Yeah. But then, yeah, I also see groups of white kids just hanging out with white kids. Yeah. Back then, now even, you know, I, I I, don't know. I don't think that that's – I don't think it's – to say it's normal or not normal means, that I think, to say that it's weird and that's not what I mean. Yeah. Um, I think it's more – what's the right word? Um, a shame. Yes. It, it more so makes me sad that yeah. – um, we didn't have more of a mixed group. And that probably extends out yeah. more beyond race. Yeah. You know, uh, social, class, uh, poor kids, yeah. rich kids. Yeah. Um, we've heard some people talk about, I think especially from Ambler, who um, grew up a little bit poor, whatever, didn't have as much money, talk about, you know, seeing kids with cars and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and I think feelings like that can come about because you're not – brought along on the experience that other people are having in high school. So I think overall, if I would have been, and I don't know if it would have, again, I could have controlled this myself. I don't know. I just feel like if everyone could have mixed a little bit better, it would have been a more fun and, and a learning experience. Yes. And not to say that, um, I, I, it's only because when you think of people who, when you think of them, they're kind of ignorant. Yeah. And you think, man, what kind of experiences do they have? And you went to school with mm-hmm. somebody yeah. who is so different than you, yeah. but you never talked to them. Yeah. And it that's crazy. just kind of a shame. Mm-hmm. But again, when you're 15, 16, 17, and I hope it doesn't sound like I'm no. like assigning that to, no, to no, you. No. It's just, that's why I asked the question because yeah. I think overall it's more of a shame or the school should have made a better effort yeah. to integrate more or I don't know. I don't know what you I do know. for stuff like that. and. I don't know. I, I don't have kids and yours aren't old enough to be in, in that yeah. in that s- position in school. But I'm curious if that's something that you can help or make better or. I don't know. It's a great question. My So my husband's that a took teacher. took so long to, to get out. No, I was no, like no. trying to figure it out as I was saying it and not, <laughs> and not just say it so bluntly. <laughs> no. So my husband's a teacher and he teaches in a very wealthy area, but it's also very close to the city. Mm. Um, and there are a lot of apartment buildings too. So they have like a very interesting mix of kids. And we talk about that a lot. And he grew up in central Pennsylvania where there was no diversity. Mm. Um, so he always talks about how interesting it is, but I, I'm curious to ask him, like, is, is it just that everyone gravitates to each other that, you know, you look alike and that's just kind of what happens. And if that's still the case or if he sees that, I mean, he's in elementary school. So, yeah. um, 
I, while you were talking, though, I was thinking because there was a story where one weekend, Jen Shim brought me and Ashley Kreider to church with her. And it was so interesting. And we were like, we wanted to go and like learn more about it. And I just remember because Ashley obviously is blonde and like six feet tall. And people were just staring at us because we stood out so much. Um, But it was interesting. And we wanted to learn more. But I wish we did more of that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, I was going to ask you, like, did you ever look at other cultures like that, you know, beyond Jen Shim at church and, and think, I wonder what that's like, yeah. or was that stuff conscious in any way of like, or did you feel like, let's not hang out with, I don't want to say it sounds yeah, wrong, but no. let's not hang out with the black kids or I guess why don't the, the, I don't know. It's a great question. Yeah. And I'm trying to think because even we didn't have a lot of diversity on our sports teams either. Right. Well, you know, think I, about it. They always say, I, I don't know much about field hockey or lacrosse, but yeah. they always say, that, you know, golf, uh, right, uh, ice hockey, uh, sports like that are so low, uh, lowly participated by, by minorities because it's really expensive. Yeah. And so for a lot of, my, a lot of minorities in, you know, public schools or wherever or um, recreational leagues uh, who come from low income can't afford the yeah. gear. Yeah. Um, and so – Field hockey, I imagine, and and lacrosse, a lot of padding, right? I don't know, yeah. but do you have to pay for that in school? Do you, do you buy so. your own gear? How's yeah, because we bought our own sticks. I didn't do any now sports, they have so. a lot. Well, they wear face masks now. We never wear face masks. Might have been helpful. I got hit in the eye with a field hockey ball once. Yeah. So um, I don't know, but I think it's probably – I wonder if it's worse now. So when we p- played oh. field hockey and lacrosse, like I didn't know about field hockey and lacrosse until middle school. Now they play it so young. Like I was just talking to to my husband about putting my kids in lacrosse, although that's slightly terrifying because men's lacrosse is much more contact Rough. sport than mm-hmm. women's. Um, and I'm like a nervous mom. But um, I feel like you start so young. Yeah. And all of these things are pretty expensive. We were just talking. It's like $200 to sign my seven-year-old up, seven up for baseball. Um. And then all the equipment. And then if you're good and you get on a travel team, it's even more expensive. Mm-hmm. And they're starting so much young that you have to do all of that to be good in high school. Right, you're competing. So it's with... probably worse now than it was back then, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, this podcast, Solving the World's Problems, <laughs> one sake cup at a time. I didn't try it. Is it good? I actually think it's really good. <laughs> what do you think? Mm-hmm. Is it chilled enough? Yeah. See, we're Japanese. We're very cultural. This is so great. <laughs> this is so much fun. This is so. This is the most creative. Thank you. Oh, sure. <laughs> so, did you? Were you like a dater in uh, in school? I was. Um, th- I think that's part of the reason that I'm struggling with like high school, like what we did, because I had a boyfriend all through high school, so I spent a lot of time. Well, I shouldn't say that. From sophomore year on for three years. So I spent a lot of time with him. Steady boyfriend. From yes. Wissahickon? Um, he went through Wissahickon until high school and then he left. Oh. I'm actually surprised you don't know. Actually, that makes me feel better. Oh. I was hoping I wasn't the girl with a boyfriend. I can't think of it. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Do you want to say who it was? I mean, I think everyone pretty much knows. Um, There's a lot of people that don't know you that's going to listen to this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, 
Well, it was Richie Valiga. Mm-hmm. Do you remember him? Yeah, Rich Valig- Valigna. Valiga. Valiga. Yeah. Um, yeah, he lived across the street from Brianna, right? That's what Brianna was just talking about. No. Oh, that's Rich Devigna. Yeah. He lived. Wait, what is it again? What is his name? So I always called him Richie. Richie Valiga. Valiga. Um, that sounds really familiar. But Katie Ryan lived like their houses backed up to each other. Okay. Um, I mean, I have all my yearbooks yeah. here. Bust it out. <laughs> um, but that makes me feel better. I was worried that I was like, oh, that's weird. I just opened right to it. Oh, that's really weird. Like. I always thought I was the girl with yep. a boyfriend yeah, absolutely. and I didn't really, now, now that I'm beyond high school, I didn't want to be with the girl, the girl with the boyfriend. So that was only in middle school? No, we didn't start dating until before the summer before sophomore year. Oh, so how did you, so you just knew him because he still lived in the area. Where'd he go to uh, LaSalle or something? He went to the, the Haverford school. Oh, in Haverford. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he was like the guy I had a crush on in middle school. We danced at the eighth grade dance. It was like a big deal because like all my girlfriends knew I had a crush on him. And then we danced. Mm-hmm. I remember Pam Lacey like took pictures and then made a poster board of like us dancing. Um, so and then it was like a really weird connection. I How did we get back in touch? I honestly think it was like some crazy thing with like instant message like – Oh yeah, like chat rooms and stuff. I feel like I found someone who went to the Haverford School, and I asked if he knew him. And then somehow we got back in touch. And then I remember we went swimming at Katie Ryan's pool, and she invited both of us there because she knew I had a crush on Mm, him. The fix up. Yeah, and then yeah, and then it all went from there. That was the summer before sophomore year. So did that go all through till graduation? Yeah, after graduation we. Broke up a month into college, which is funny looking back. That's normal. Because <laughs> everyone, I think everyone, all my friends thought like, oh, they're going to get married one day. Uh, um, and I think everyone was shocked when I called them to say, oh, we broke up. Oh. Yeah. So um, you hung out with the boyfriend then. So then what does that kind of entail for you? What is like high school dating like I think I spent a lot of time with him. So that's why I know there was a lot of stuff I missed in high school because I spent a lot of time with him. Mm. Um I don't know. We spent like a ton of time on the weekends like going to movies and then like hanging out and like the, I remember the girls like sneaking out of their houses and going to other houses and like having all this fun and I missed all of it. Yeah, cuz yeah. you're just hanging out mm-hmm. with the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um is that like uh I don't know, do you, like, double date? Did your friends have boyfriends or? We never really did. But I don't know if it would have been different if he was still at Wissahickon. Right. Um, I mean, Steph and Kyle kind of dated on and off, like, all through high school. Yeah. Um, And they all knew each other. So I remember him coming to things because people, everyone knew him. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone thought he was really funny. He was like the class clown. Mm. So he came to things. But he's we spent a lot of time by ourselves too. Okay. Yeah. What uh do you have like a favorite teacher class? Um from high school? I mean, I loved Japanese class, especially in middle school, but that's also because of Harpster Sensei. Right. Um But once you got to to high school, did you have an actual it's funny because I remember you saying this. I loved calculus. 
Yeah. Not necessarily. Like, I just really like how because I you took sat, it. Because you sat in front of Katie Evelyn also, right? <laughs> no, because I. I know the feeling. Kelly. I had Mr. Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Schwartz? Yes. Bald glasses? Yeah. Yeah. And like, he was an awesome teacher. Such a good teacher. Yeah. And I, so I thought he taught me calculus. Like, I learned it so easily from him. And then I remember taking Calc 2. And then when I took physics in college, it was wow. so easy because I knew calculus. Yeah. But I thought he was a really good teacher. I was in AP Calc. Okay. So, um, yeah, my nerd's coming out. Um, calculus, I'm trying to think. And then in terms of teachers in high school, I loved Senorita Satinsky just because she was the yeah. JV coach for okay. Philadelphia and Lacrosse. Yeah. Um, and I remember like going to her room and just talking to her. I felt like she was like a good person to talk to. She's a guidance counselor now too. Oh, really? Or I think she still is. Um, where my kids will eventually go to school. So was um, did you have so Senora Satinsky? Yes. Uh, was there any other like was your guidance counselor like influential? I never had some some other people have mentioned like guidance counselors and and people that they've been able to have as like yeah mentors. Did you was she like your only I don't know crutch? To be able I to think lean so. I don't or... even remember who my guidance counselor was. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't remember who mine was. Uh, you mentioned being a nerd, yeah, uh, which in itself is stereotyping yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't think everyone knew how nerdy I was, but mm-hmm. I was like, like I studied all night long. I was like very into all that. Stuff. Really. Well, just because I like always reading wanted- notes. What is that? I was horrible studier. I take things in yeah. more uh, verbally than yeah. writing things down. When I'm writing things down, I forget. So yeah, were you when you write things down, you forget? Yeah, I'm not paying attention. I'm oh, just writing it down. And the okay. way that everyone te- taught back then was yeah. they write an outline. Yeah, like yep. on the board, Roman numeral one. Mm-hmm. You know, this European whatever war letter A. Yeah, like sixteen ninety. Yeah. And I'm writing that. I'm just. I'm not listening. I'm not connecting gotcha. the dots in my head. So, and I never went back and like oh. read the notes. So is that like how you? I'm asking yes. how the hell do yes. you study? Because <laughs> yeah. So I secrets. took copious notes, but I also everything like went in one ear and out the other. Yeah. So I would have to go home and like read everything and study. Um, Make flashcards my, for yourself. Yeah, I remember like my mom taking books away from me because I would have stayed up all night studying. Really? If, yeah. I remember one time and I I had to concentrate. Even in college, I always went to the library to do work because I had to concentrate. I'm not like a music person mm. when because I, I can't do both. Yeah. Um, I was studying for finals in the laundry room of my house because it was the quietest place because the washer was on so I couldn't hear. And I remember I dropped my biology book or chemistry book in like the sink where all the water drains. And then my book was like massive because all the pages got <laughs> So, oh my god! But I always had to study. That's why, even in college, so college was hard because I always studied in high school and did well. Mm-hmm. Like I was like national honor society, all of that. And then I was a biology major in college, and it was much harder in college. That's pretty cool. And national honor society. Way smarter than me in college. So, were your uh, friends very academic in that way? Yeah, I think so. I like. I remember studying with them. I remember before finals, us like all getting together and studying. Um, I am not a history person. History was really tough for me. And I remember Mr. Walker's class was killer for me. Okay. I think that was his name. That sounds really familiar. And 
Megan McDougal had to sit me down and like teach me World War One and Two and who fought each other. I still to this day probably couldn't tell you. Mm. Um, and it's funny. She's an AP European history teacher. Wow. Now. Um, and I and she was like, I don't understand why you don't know this. I'm like, it's just I'm a math and science person and I'm not a history and that person. Played out. Yeah. Wow. My friends had very different interests. Um, my friends all went to tech school. Uh, were interested more in a lot of times going right into like career field, mm-hmm. uh, doing stuff with their hands. I suck at things like that. I never had like a, a educational buddy to mm-hmm. study with to say, "Hey, man, are you getting World War One? Let's let's yeah. talk about this." Yeah. Nor did I feel a drive or a push to say, "Oh, he got a he got an A. I better." Did you ever feel yeah. a need to keep up? Yeah, I'm sure. With your friends? Yeah, I'm sure I did. Um, because we uh, we were all pretty academic, I would say. Um, so I'm sure that was part of it. Like, it makes you wonder, though. Like, if you had a different group of friends, would you have been different? And I find that I'm very different from, like, everyone in my family, mm-hmm. like my brother and sister. And I'm like, I wonder, is it just because I hung out with people that were like that? Right. Or... Um, cause my mom always laughs that I'm nothing like her and it's true. Um, I don't know. Nature versus nurture. Yeah. Or what? Uh, no. Uh, what is that? Yeah. Nature versus nurture. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm it's like, is it, it genetics or it's, is it how you, you're raised? Yeah. Probably a little both. Yeah. Probably starts with one way. I don't, I don't have like a memory of so much of like, Hey, I want to go to this school and then I didn't end up going there. Temple was really the only place I wanted to go. And I ended up going there. It took me a couple of years, but I went. Oh, when did you go? Um, I transferred there in, oh, probably the winter of all, of 03, January 03. Again, because that's where Nicole Westerfer went. Oh. I don't know. It's weird. I feel like you guys have a I lot was of weird connections. I was a film I was a film guy, though, so I hung in like one building for the majority of the time. Oh. I was in Annenberg. Film, Okay. In the basement editing and oh. talking about nerd stuff, <laughs> color grading and whatnot. Oh, we're pulling out a picture here of Nicole Westerford. Does not look familiar. Oh, interesting. In any way. Hmm. No. Anne Wesson, though, I've always wondered who she was, and now I'm finding <laughs> out for the very first time. See, I don't, I think she made, yeah, she was in high school. These are some of the things that when I, when I like have to look at this podcast. Oh, here's a little note from Brianna. <laughs> Can I read it? I don't care. I don't know what it says. Uh, it says, Kelly, I'm so happy we got to be good friends. Good is underlined. <laughs> uh, Japanese class was great. See? Always, Brianna. Kelly Hart Ritchie. And that's my middle school book. See? That is your middle school yeah. book. Yeah. Interesting. That's hmm. funny. Um, yeah. So I don't know if like I would have... Um, I don't know if it would have gone somewhere different. I don't think I was ready yeah, to go anywhere different. Uh, all my friends from high school stayed in the area. Um, and so that was very much more so my comfort zone yeah. you know, too. Um, I don't know. What did you, did you, while you're in school, did you have like visions of, you know, take what, what you ended up doing and where you ended up going out of it. But do you remember like, this is what I think would be so cool to go do or go yeah. to college being he- going here, doing this as a profession. Where's anything like that popping in your head? Then? Yeah. So I always wanted to be a doctor and I'm not a doctor. 
since like second grade. I always said that. Um, I went to school and I was pre-med in college. And then I remember going to college and like I already said, like everyone was so smart in college. And I would come in on a Monday morning to a biology class at like 8 a.m. and everyone would be studying. And I'd be like, what'd you guys do this weekend? Like, did you go to this party? And one day my biology professor pulled me aside and said, I know you're pre-med, but have you ever thought about going into sales? Oh, my God. <laughs> Which now looking back, I should have been like so offended. Like, sweetie, you're clear. Yeah, I was going to say, did he start with a listen, honey? <laughs> yeah, but she was totally right. I mean, that's what I ended up doing. Wow. So, um, and I don't think What I kind of doctor? Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, what kind of doctor did you want to be in, in second grade? I don't know grade? if I knew. I knew I wanted to be a doctor. I think I'd be like pediatrician and- uh, Is that from I don't anything? Think I knew. No, I always have always said it's second grade and it's always what I've been interested in. Hmm. Um, so then when I went to college and I realized, you know, I'm not like- I don't have the best GPA out of anyone in this class anymore. I was like, okay, so what do I do with this? And I stayed pre – I graduated with like a pre-med biology degree. From where? Elizabethtown College. Is that in PA? It is. Okay. It's like in between like Lancaster and Hershey. Wow, Which okay. looking back, I don't know why – That's a different I one. made that decision too because I got into a bunch of – like I got into Villanova. I got into Penn State, Maine, Lafayette. Mm -hmm. And for – oh, and I thought I wanted to go to Franklin and Marshall. That was my number one school when I applied. And my mom made me go to Elizabethtown because they're very close to each other. Mm. And I went and it was like a very cozy, like small college feel. And ever since I went to see it, I wanted to go there. Oh. Um, but I – so my mom wanted me to go to Penn State, Maine because my sister would be transferring to Penn State, Maine when I would have been a freshman. Okay. Was she but at Abington prior? Or? She was at Burks. Oh, okay. So, but I didn't want huge lecture halls. That's just not how I learn. So I ended up, I don't, I ended up going there. Plus, I remember having the conversation that Villanova was too close. I wanted to be too further away home. from yeah. home. Yeah. Um, so that was op opposite yeah. of me. Philly was far enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wanted to be further away from home. Yeah. It was funny. I had to call. Elizabethtown was expensive. And I literally had to call the biology department and say, my – so they gave me a scholarship, but it was still more expensive. Educational? So, yeah. So I called the biology department and said, I want to go to Elizabethtown, but my mom wants me to go to Penn State. I need you to give me more money. So I like negotiated That's with them. That's awesome. How did and you know to raised, do that? I don't know. But I I figured what, what was the harm in asking? Wow. So, did your parents go to college? So my dad did not. My mom went like when I was in middle school, she went at night. Hmm. So, so they didn't grow up. You didn't grow up like in a collegiate. You didn't grow up like these are our college roots or anything. Just because yeah. that's such a smart thing to do. Yeah. And me being me now, I go, of course, that's that's fucking brilliant. You, yeah. you make them want you there. Yeah. Um, but I knew so little about college. I didn't know anything. My yeah. parents uh, my mom didn't go. My dad went to Temple for a couple years and then dropped out. So college, my uncle's a professor, but college in my in my nuclear family was not something that was that I grew up with. Yeah. Um. And so that's just so. Well, it's interesting. Cause, so my I remember my mom going and getting her degree, and we had like a big party for her, and it, it was always the expectation that we would go to college. But I remember when it was time to go look at colleges, I made this binder of every college I wanted to see. Yeah. And I had like 
clear plastic sheets with all the information in it. And I like scheduled my visits. And my mom was like, you're just, it's not like me at all. So I made her to take me to all these places. And then I don't know why I thought to do that, but I called and just said, is there any way you can give me more? That's awesome. So they gave me more. That's awesome. So I feel like sales was meant to be in my life because I ended up going into sales wow. um, at one point. I'm not in sales now, but. You said you got into Villanova. You got into a few others yeah. around here. Were those the ones Were those the ones that you went to look at or were there other ones that you went to look at that we you didn't get accepted to? Where did you look? I think I, everywhere I applied, I remember I got into, but not, I didn't apply to everywhere I looked. I looked at mm-hmm. like Dickinson, Lehigh. I liked Lehigh. My mom hated Lehigh. Um where else? Muhlenberg. Like I, I think I went to Muhlenberg with like Jamie Rosen and Lauren Levitt. Mm-hmm. When their parents brought them, I went with them or yeah, something. Yeah. 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 A lot of people went to uh Jeff Moses, oh, Jess Lauer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're all up there. Um I was there once. <laughs> once. <laughs> once. I don't think I ever was at Temple until well, I was a sales rep and I had Temple's part of my territory. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So you did sales uh for I sold um, as much as you want to tell. If you don't want to expose the connection, you don't have to. I sold in medical device in the medical device industry, which is always what I wanted to do. So when I left college, I was like, okay, I'm going to get into sales. But if I'm going to be in sales, I want to be in the OR and like with surgeons. Um, So So the product I sold was a knee injection. I wasn't in the OR much, but I partnered with the surgical rep and then they brought me in. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I did medical education video production for oh, a bunch of years. And yeah. so, um, you know, CME, uh, yeah. accreditation, yeah. doctors talking to doctors about whatever's updated in, you know, cancer, yeah. heart disease, all that stuff. Um, and I used to always say that, uh, medical is like the best industry in the country cause it's the only thing not losing money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible that if you can yeah. find something that fits into the medical realm, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be good for a little bit. Well, and that's what – so I started – I graduated college a semester early. And didn't Ryan Dunn – I remember listening and mm-hmm. Ryan Dunn was like, who does that? Right. And yeah, who does right. that? Right, Rishi did that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I went every, – every weekend I went back to party. But mm-hmm. I – so I graduated. Why like, did you finish early? So I took summer classes. Because you're a nerd. nerd. (laughs) Um, And I could finish a semester early or I could keep going and get a minor in business. And I just decided. I I mean, I had student loans and stuff. So I was like, this doesn't make any sense. So I graduated semester early. um, And then I would still go back every weekend. So I graduated in December. I started working at my current company in April. So this April will be 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But I've done, so it's a large company. So I've done different things. Like I started to get in, I did business analytics, then I sold. Worked your way through. Then I trained the oncology reps. Yeah. And then I did marketing. I did marketing for device. So um, that stuff was cool because I did broken bones in the head. I was the neuro. Oh. So that stuff was cool working with neurosurgeons and developing products and stuff. So the stuff, but the, I mean, you're in the, you are dealing with the jargon, the vocabulary, mm-hmm. the things that when you were a kid, mm-hmm. you at least wanted to involve yourself with yeah. in some way. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It is cool. Like, and especially in my marketing days, I was in the OR all the time with surgeons. I would be in the OR with surgeons and my engineers and we'd be like developing a product and we'd be 
getting feedback on it. We had a cadaver lab in the basement where we bring surgeons in and they mm-hmm. try things and give us feedback. So it was cool. That's the kind of stuff I like. So in college, at one point when I was like, oh, crap, I'm not going to be a doctor. What am I going to do? I put education on my major. Oh, okay. And I went and observed in a high school a science teacher. And I was like, nope, this is not for me. I don't care about starfish. I don't care about any of that. Yeah. Um, and that's when I was like, okay, I need to figure out how to do this, how to get into sales in some way. So I don't know. Every once in a while, I'm like, man, should I have tried to like – because now – Be a doctor. Yeah. Because all uh, I, I know a lot about healthcare and stuff just from being in the industry. Yeah. And I'm like, I could have done that. But – who knows? Everything you, happens for a reason. Do you have like a desire to help people? Yeah. 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 Um, that was definitely a big part of it. We, well, I don't even know if you know this. So senior year, I'm just remembering these things. We had, there was an allied health class you could take. So it was part of the tech school. Okay. Um, you had to apply and they picked like two or three kids from every school in the area. And then I went, it was me and Patterson. And Justin Duffner. And we went to North Penn High School every morning for first and second period. And then we oh. came to school. And we half the week would be in a classroom. We were learning anatomy and physiology. And then the other half of the week was circulating around the hospital, like watching procedures yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, I remember that. I used to hang out with Duffner. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I kind of remember that. Mm-hmm. And wow. he's a doctor now. He is. Yeah. He is. Do you talk to him? I don't. But. We're like Facebook friends and yeah. yeah. Um, and we all were in that class because we wanted to go into the healthcare field. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. Though Anne didn't go into healthcare either. No. Mm-mm. She is a teacher. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Took the route that you decided was not for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I married one. So oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, you mentioned uh party going back to college to party. Yeah. Um, but in high school, you said that you girls just kind of hung out and then yeah. you hung out with like with your boyfriend. But were you in any were you like a party or in any way like in high school? I was mean, a- occasionally, I wouldn't say we were big drinkers. So my cousin had a boat that she would go to on the weekends. They had like a little yacht. Pretty sweet. Yeah, a little, um, little yacht. And I would go down with her occasionally. <laughs> and those kids were like totally different kids. And they were all drinking. So the first time I ever got drunk was down at the boat. Um, Where is this at? In Maryland. Okay. So I remember getting drunk on mudslides. And I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember. So there, there's this bar called the Red Eye Dock Bar. And all, everyone got on one person's like yacht. Like all the families from the one dock because all the people in the dock get close. We all like pile on someone's boat mm-hmm. and they take the boat to the Red Eye Dock Bar. And then we were too young. So we just stayed on the boat and all, all the right. parents went and drank. And um, we were there with like 21-year-old guys. And I'm probably 16. Right. They love and that. And they just start giving us <laughs> screwdrivers. Yep. And I remember Creeps. like everyone coming back and my aunt's there and I'm like, drunk and i'm on a boat which is really not a good thing this is before the tp yeah. song <laughs> yeah so um so i feel like i remember megan mcdougall thought i was like a badass because i was drinking mm. down on my cousin's boat and then one time she came to my house and there was like um what were those things called the sweet drinks water coolers is that what it was wine called coolers? wine coolers and i drank one like when my mom wasn't home and meg was like, like what a, are you doing like a mike's you lemonade or something this. yeah <laughs> um 
But I remember that in high school, like the girls, we would all, they would drink more than I would because they were all like hanging out. Mm. Um, and then senior week, we like all drank at senior sure, week. Sure, sure. We used to drink this drink called DNA. DNA? Yeah. It was like a concoction. It was like one of those sweet, gross drinks. Mm. I think of it as like a Zima or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but that was like our drink of choice. But I, but I wouldn't say we drank a lot, and it was more just by ourselves. It's not like we were doing anything that exciting. Yeah. I remember going. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, who's going to listen to this podcast? But um, I remember going. I'm just going to tell you everything now. Yeah. Going to a Dave Matthews concert with Pam Lacey and Let's a bunch of other the, people. Talk about the DMB shows. Yeah, and Richie came. And so this was high school because we were dating at the time. And he filled a water bottle with vodka and then like glued it shut so he could get it in. Look sealed. And we drank the whole thing in the concert. I remember like almost not being able to make it back from the bathroom. And then we're in Pam's dad's expedition. We're all like crunched in it. Mm. Someone's going to kill me for telling this story. Um, and he went like this and he threw up in his jacket oh. in the car while we were driving home. Yeah. Sorry, Richie. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my – I do not like Dave Matthews, man. No? No. And I think it honestly is because of the connotation I have in remembering – the popular kids mm -hmm. going mm -hmm. to the Dave Matthews Band. Mm -hmm. I had never heard. I only listened to like I listened to like Q102 and you know whatever the Power 99. Like that's what yeah. I would listen to on the radio. So I never even like heard Dave Matthews Band songs. Um, one song maybe. So but like you would hear about these parties at the Dave Matthews Band concert and yeah. like people just like just peeing on people's cars and like you just go like. So it was like a it was like a cool kid thing to me, Dave Matthews band, uh, just like you know basement parties that I yeah. was that I didn't yeah. get invited to. So for life, I've always been like pass on Dave Matthews band, yeah, because of high school, yeah. But so when you say that, then yeah. like that's exactly you're like, yep, you're yep, one of those. That was <laughs> not even that. Just yeah. you just confirmed exactly what I thought Dave yeah. Matthews was. Well, and you always heard the stories after the concert of like someone who had to get like an ambulance caught or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, looking back, that was a really poor decision. But and I don't think anyone else was like all the people we were with weren't drinking, just. The two of us were drinking. Really? Yeah, it's oh, weird, right? I think weird. he was a bad influence. Especially so since it wasn't your thing. No, I mean, it wasn't like a thing we did often, yeah. but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Peer did pressure, you, man. Do you have a uh, a favorite <laughs> band or artists during high school? I mean, I think we were being Dave Matthews. It was Dave Matthews? I think so. Okay. And then we got into OAR, but that might be more in college. <laughs> yep. I remember like Guster, all that kind of stuff. <gasps> oh, that's so funny. Which is funny because I was just at like the doctor's office or somewhere and they were playing like the oldie station and it was Dave Matthews. And I was like, wow, this is where I am in life. The 90s were 30 years ago. Yeah. yeah. It's like the oldie station. I went to a show, one of the uh, first concerts I went to when I was in college. I think it was the second concert I ever went to in college was at the uh, Susquehanna Bank Arena, BB and T, yeah. whatever it was called, then Tweeter Center. I don't know. And uh, it was Dave Matthews Band, OAR, yeah. Talib Kweli, The Roots, and NERD. I feel like I was there. <laughs> Sprite Liquid, Liquid Mix. I think it was like uh, 02, 02, 03, something like that. But I remember just like 
being so like OAR and Dave Matthews Band were yeah. bathroom breaks for me. Like really, yeah, yeah. I, and it's so unfair. I openly admit that it's yeah. just hard headedness and holding on to yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, which is so funny. So because we loved OAR. I mean, we went OAR came to my school, which is kind of nuts because it was this tiny little school. Yeah. Um, and then. They went to Bloomsburg, and we all went to Bloomsburg because Meg went there and okay. for the OAR concert, and we were like so excited about it. Yeah, um, yeah, crazy game of poker. I never, uh, I never went to like college. Temple never had like things like that. Like a yeah, I can remember like a college concert so much. Um, Rusted Root came to our college too. I don't know Rusted Root. It's kind of like old school. Is that old school like ninety nine? No, I like old school I, when we uh, were kids, old school, like 70s, I don't know. 80s. My husband's more into that kind of stuff. He likes like Grateful Dead and like Rusty yeah. Root and that kind of stuff. So he's more into that. Kind so of it's stuff. like like jam bandy jam bandy. Yeah. As well. So you guys probably grooving a lot of same music together, I guess. But I don't really listen to much Dave Matthews. I'm more into like I listen to a mixture of country and okay. like Q102 now. Yeah. Um, whatever's whatever's yeah. out there yeah yeah but i feel like i'm more into country these days ever since college i got into country music how so How'd not that the twangy stuff like the newer stuff um probably because i dated a guy who liked country music i remember the mix cd he's he made me <laughs> that's so great that's awesome <laughs> just listen to it over and yep. over he yep. loves me so much yeah he put toby keith on this <laughs> yes oh it's so funny oh <laughs> god <laughs> Um, at any, you went to, but you did biology, but was there any point yeah. that like, as you're going through the process where that kind of like clicked in, where you said, did you ever get a clue exactly to help take yourself on that path to say, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Here's where I'm going to go. Here's my idea. Or were you just kind of applying like you? We're just kind of like for college, you mean? Yeah, yeah. To like to go to college. Like, yeah. Were you doing it for a specific reason, or were you just? Yeah, I was like specifically looking at biology programs. Um, like I remember because there's a different school at Villanova for biology. Um, and I I remember like looking at rates of like people getting into med school and comparing. Like I was pretty intense about it. Like how many people at this school get into med school, and should I go there? Um, going to Etown was probably. They call Elizabeth Town Etown. Mm -hmm. um, it took me a second yeah. and a half, but I caught it. <laughs> um, that was kind of just a feel because it was like a smaller, that's what I wanted. I mean, it was like high school again, basically. Mm. There were 1,600 kids, I think, in the college. Um, so it was like high school, like mm -hmm. good and bad. We had homecoming. We had with a soccer team because okay. we didn't have a football team. <laughs> and then um, – like superlatives at the end. Like mm -hmm. I have yearbooks. Do all colleges do yearbooks? I have yearbooks from. Uh, I have a temple yearbook. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I took a picture uh, yeah. for it. I have very rarely like looked at. Yeah. It. I remember getting it and going like, oh, I didn't wish I gotten this before, so I could have done something with it. But yeah. I got it like right after yeah. I walked, and so. Well, and then I remember. I, ever go back to. I wanted like I was. That's the next social <laughs> In college, yeah, you should do that. <laughs> Just just going around we interviewing in. interviewing you know my closest my not closest eleven thousand people I went to we were college with at Temple. <laughs> no, in college I was pretty 
social. I almost think I was like overcompensating because I felt like I just had a boyfriend in mm. high school. So I like wanted to know everyone. So I ran the intramural sports oh. and that was like a great way to get to know everyone. And the yeah. college was so small. But yeah, it was yeah. just fun. Yeah. But everyone knew everyone's business. You uh, you talked about how hard it was to study once yeah. you got to college. What changed? I think everyone was just so much smarter. It being a biology major and in the pre-med track. Yeah. But you were so smart. Uh, like... I guess I was smart, but I always hard. had to work for it. Yeah. it. It wasn't like something that came easy. Whereas some of the good friends that I had in college that are now doctors have like photographic memories where mm. I would study with them and they could, I remember my friend Joe could draw out the Krebs cycle from memory with everything on it. He's a nephrologist now. You know what I mean? So, and I, that was, I would stay up all night studying for a test. Mm. Was that hard yeah, I to, think it, I don't mean to, to to learn. Was it hard to realize? Yes, and I think it was hard because I thought I was smart. I guess in high school, like I said, National yeah. Honor Society, and then I got to college. And I'm like, oh crap! I'm like average here, mm. and I didn't like that because I liked to be. I'm a little type A. <laughs> so, <laughs> what did you? How do you deal with that? So we talked about like I asked you, did you feel? Um, a drive with your friends in high school. Yeah. But, you know, so now you're in college and your friends are better than you in yeah. that or have a different, have a better skill yeah. set for that. How do you deal with that in college? Or you just, I mean, you passed. Yeah. But I did fine. Okay. Um, same thing though. I think I had a group of friends and we were all the same people to the library. So I just, I was at the library like Sunday night to Thursday night until we went out on Thursday night. And that's kind of how, like I studied and then I went out on the weekends. Okay. I'm like, yep. Um, but I had a group of friends that were the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, I mean, it's not that far. Did you come back at all? Um, were you, some people like will go to, a, I mean, you wanted someplace that was further away, but yeah. Um, were you like an hour and a half? Yeah, away. an hour and a half. Yep. Did you come back at all, or did you I pretty much stay did, out there? But not very often. Okay. It was a joke in my family because my sister always came home on the weekends. Uh, well, at least when she was at Penn State Berks, I felt like she was coming home a lot on the weekends, and I wanted to just be at college. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, did you work at all when you were in like yeah. high school and or college? I worked like the day I could work. I had a job lined up at Wentz Run Park. Did yep. you work with Brandon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At Wentzron Park in the food stand. Yeah. Um, so I ha I did that. I then worked at Folkways. There were a lot of people oh that worked God, at Folkways. Yes. Um, because it was a great time. You could go right after school and then you were done at like 7 30. Mm -hmm. And it was right like down the road. Yeah, a lot of people did that. Yeah. Um there were like a ton of us that worked there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um there was a point when I I didn't really quit, but I just stopped going to work at Wawa. Yeah. Just stopped showing up, stopped taking hours. And I was kind of looking around for, okay, I need to start working again. What am I going to do? Um, and I was looking around at like the different yeah. uh, community, like retirement communities or whatever, old age homes. And I remember it was like Folkways and Art and Home. Yeah. Like it's you put, you had to get a tuberculosis test. Yeah. And I was like not down for getting that. That's so like, funny. Yeah, I was out on that. I went back to Wawa. <laughs> Can I can I come back? <laughs> That's funny. Mm. I do remember the TB test for that job though, because Richie worked there too, and his mom was a nurse at Artman, mm. and she was able to sign off on my TB test for me. 
because she was a nurse. Yeah. Yeah. But there were so many people. Like, who all worked there? Meg, Steph, Kate. I don't think Jen did. Like, waiters? She's going to kill me if she did. Um, Yeah. And then, like, Kevin Rogers, Natalie Coonert. Wow. Richie. A bunch of people. It was fun. So it was like we were going and hanging out with all of our friends. Yeah. I was going to ask, did you hang out like with... So when you say like Kevin Rogers and Natalie Cooner, for me, that's like, that is the popular kids. Yeah. The cool kids. Yeah. Um, would you have categorized them as like your friends like that? I mean, we were friendly because we played lacrosse together and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like occasionally going and hanging out with them. So I would chat with them and... um. And I feel like I became closer with like Molly and Anne, especially because of the class we took together and like mm-hmm. Carolyn. So there was like some overlap between groups. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was I mean, that, what was that? Oh, the reason I'm asking is yeah. because, so there was a point in time when people started coming to Wawa. I'd been there for years yeah. and people started coming to Wawa working there. Yeah. And so there's like a point in time where like Doug King worked yeah. at Wawa and George Cortez worked at Wawa. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I was the guy that always worked at Wawa. Yeah. These were, these guys were coming were like, in for like yeah. a three month or six month stint or whatever. Not in like a, not for me, like a, like, a, oh, here comes this guy. Like, yeah. it was more like, oh, maybe we're going to like, maybe this is um, going to be like my in or maybe, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe we're going to start to hang out or, so that's why I asked that. Was it, yeah. um, was there any like, I don't know, envy or, or was there any hope? to to mingle but you I did mean, but you already sure. did mingle and it sounds like you didn't have that boundary well no way. but sure i mean there was clear like i knew that they were like the popular kids so there was still like like i wouldn't have considered them my good friends i think we were friendly and i think sometimes because of sports like we would go ha- on all hang out with like kate evelyn and natalie and lizzie and uh, spend time at each other's house i mean i remember gosh i'm remembering all this stuff we did like a talent show or something okay do you remember in high school? I remember senior like year. Senior year, we, we did had a, talent show. We had a talent show because I remember Brooke singing, I think, like, I Will Remember You or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And a bunch of us did, um, like, a sister act thing in graduation gowns. Yeah. Okay. And I remember we thought it was so funny. And it was, like, all the lacrosse girls, pretty much, like, Lizzie and all of them. Mm-hmm. Um and we thought it was so funny and we were like practicing for weeks at each other's houses and we got up there and we did it and no one laughed and we were like oh this wasn't funny like in our heads this was so funny but that was something we did with like that extended group but i we were friendly but it, which is really funny because i see katie eveland at work now oh, our really? companies work together and oh. i'll like see her in the cafeteria sometimes i'm like hey katie what's up? oh yeah but she was always such a sweetheart yeah 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 i sat uh, i sat in front of her for calculus um, um, and that was, um, that was like the first time I ever really ever talked to her. Yeah. And that was like the first time Katie was like one of the first girls to ever compliment me. Aww. So like, I didn't, I didn't hang out with girls. Like Alyssa yeah. Maley was probably the uh, only girl yeah. I actually hung out with. What did Katie compliment you on? She told me I was funny. Oh. And, um, we just had like a couple inside jokes. Um, and so she used to eat apples really loud. <laughs> and I used to just like I used to just like be like what the fuck with the yeah, apple and like yeah. and she would just crack up and I was just like little things like yeah. that and she would just be like you're so funny and I had a little crush on Katie yeah. and so it was always like oh my gosh she says I'm funny like I wonder what that means and so my friends used to make fun of me like Aww, like yeah like and then so that cute. began like a thing of um of uh girls telling me that I was funny oh. it was like a thing senior year where where girls were telling me I was funny a lot. Like seven, eight times I would have these different 
That's things where the like you're so funny. And I would tell my friends, like, yo, dude, guess who told me I was funny? And I'm That's like, dude, awesome. it happened again. I'm like, yeah, you're funny, man. You're funny, Corbett. You know what that means? You're funny. <laughs> you're making them laugh. And I was like, I don't know what to do with that. I don't know. I don't know how to progress anything from that point. Like, I, what do you do? That's so funny. Well, it's it's interesting. See? Yeah, you're so funny. Uh, but it's interesting because I've been hearing, like, I've obviously been listening, and you think you like had this like huge attitude and picked fights with people. It sounds like. Yeah. And I don't, like, I picture you as, like, laughing in Japanese class is what I picture. I don't remember. I have, like, no stories of us right. at all. But I picture you laughing. Like, yeah. that's the that's what I remember in my head. And I'm like, I don't think he had an attitude. But Did you tell anyone that you were coming to do the podcast? Well, it's funny. My my mom asked me why I was looking for my yearbook. So then my sister found out. Um, and then I talked to Nicole a lot driving to and from work. And I told her to listen recently because of like a subject matter that came up and I was like, Oh, you should listen. It was Ryan Dunn mm -hmm. and Oh, and then Brianna said yeah. her name last yep. week. So she called me Thursday and she said, what would you do if Brad asked you to come? Would you go? And I was like, oh, what do I do? Cause I knew I was coming. So I told her and I was like, don't tell anyone. I'm not telling anyone. And then I said, and my life is so boring. I don't even know if anyone wants to listen to what I do. Um, but yeah. Um, so they're the only two people that know. I'm my husband. Because I don't know. I don't. And and maybe this is me being petty. Yeah. And maybe I hold on to things way more than. But I'll bet if you were to ask your friends. Yeah. They've got bad memories of me. You think? I have memories of being an asshole. Yeah. To your friends. Dude. I can remember. Yeah. I can remember. Um, now, I feel like some of them like I've talked to since. And so it's like kind of. But like when yeah. I think back. Yeah. Who? <sighs> I'm pretty sure I used to call Megan McDougal, <laughs> Susan McDougal in like ninth grade algebra. That's amazing. <laughs> every fucking day. And I, in my head, she let it go for a while. And then she was like, stop it. Stop it. Like So, but, so we were all texting on Monday about it, but it's not like, it's yeah not like anyone ever said, oh, Brad, Brad's such an asshole. Yeah, Likewise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to – I feel like we've all talked in person too about the podcast at some point because yeah. we still – for every birthday, we're, we'll still get together for the, all five of us and go out to dinner. I'm actually seeing them tomorrow. Um, and we've talked about the podcast. No one's ever said anything. Same. Like, isn't that funny? I, to I told you earlier. I said I'm vain, so. But we also joke – you said that you have a bad memory or something, that you don't remember people. I don't know. I didn't say that. Did I say did that? Maybe. No, I think I'm, I think I have oh, a really. Oh, you do have a good memory. I think I have a pretty, maybe I thought I did. At least I thought I did because like I said, yesterday I was like told about stuff that I just had no idea, uh. you know, um, I have zero, I have zero memory of. And like I said, I don't remember Japanese class yeah. like that well or very many people in it. So as I do this podcast, there's things that I thought I had a great handle on that now I'm a little bit unsure of myself yeah. in. Well, I was laughing because you're saying all this about Meg. Meg has the worst memory. We'll talk. We'll be out and we'll be talking about like high school and and she'll be I, she'll just say I don't know who that is. And we're like Meg, do you know who anyone was from high school? She, she has no memory. Yeah. Um, last so. time I last time I saw her was a couple of years ago. I was really really drunk at a Phillies game. Really? She, she maybe she doesn't even remember this. Yeah, I was really really drunk. And Did you I say it to her again. <laughs> think about it every time. Um. No, I think I gave her like a very drunken hug. And I remember walking away going, I don't even like know her. Like we, <laughs> I remember like we weren't even people because every time this happens when I see people out, it's part of it. Like, they go, oh, is that a friend of yours? And I go, 
No, not really. <laughs> I went to high school with them, but I don't know them in any way. We never talked in any, we never had a conversation. Yeah. And so it was like the same thing. They go, why was I so like, it's just like, you know, when you're drunk and you see someone oh, you I haven't seen everyone. in so long. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, Megan McDougal yeah. right here in K-Lot. Yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that was horrible. That's so funny. Yeah. Huh. I'll have to ask her tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If she remembers. Yeah. Um, Although I don't know. I don't want to tell them. Favorite movie mm. in high school? In high school. Oh, gosh. Everyone's got like that movie that like group trips to the to the theater. Scream. I know what you did last summer. I guess. I'm not like a huge movie person. Really? Because and you even were studying. less so now because. So what, what was your like your pop culture? I mean, I went to the movies. I feel like Richie and I went to the, went to the movies a lot, but I don't have nothing like a, from the nineties. That's like your thing. I mean, I saw all those movies, but nothing that was like. I mean, did Titanic come out? I remember. Yeah, seeing that, that was a like ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. There was nothing that was like that moved I, you. You no. watched a million times over. I don't think so. Were you like a were you like an eighties girl who just kept watching Dirty Dancing? No, I was not. I don't know that I've ever seen Dirty Dancing, to be All honest right, with you. bravo There's for like you. So That's many. very rare. Or um, what's that other one with um, Richard Gere and uh, Pretty Julie Woman? Ro- yes, I don't think I've ever seen I've Pretty Woman. Like seen Pretty all Woman those either. classic movies that everyone's like, I don't think I've ever seen Star Wars. Yeah. None of that. Wow. Yeah. Zero interest. No, I mean, I like movies, but it's not something that like I see it once and that's enough. So what was fun for you in, so you're playing sports. Yeah. You have a boyfriend. Yeah. You got some girlfriends. You hang out. You do girl stuff. What's like a, but what's like a thing that you do for, you like DMB, but what's a, what's a fun thing here? We're going to keep, we're going to keep labeling you with that one. What's like a thing you do for fun in high school? I don't, I'm telling you, I don't think I'm that fun. Um, <laughs> this is why you started off by saying you're so boring. Well, even more so now. I Before we started recording, I was saying that my husband was like, I don't know what you're going to talk to them about because you're really not that exciting. We filled out a pretty um, good show so far, I think. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like it was like sports, studying. I spent a lot of time with Richie, uh, hanging out with friends. Were you watching Friends? Was that like a thing? Sure. Like, you I remember watch watching like D- Dawson's Creek mm-hmm. and I wasn't allowed to watch 90210, but I would watch it when I could. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I would watch those. Love 90210 yeah. in high school. That was like my favorite. Yeah. Big t- when yeah. Tiffany Amber Thiessen got there. Yeah. Did you Wait, did you watch the- um, The reboot? Yes. Yeah. What did you think? Liked it. Liked it a lot. Won't say I loved it. Yeah. But oh, are you talking about the the new one? Yeah, that the you, new no, one. No, I watched the first episode of that shit. That was the worst. It was pretty bad, but they were like actually kind of making jokes about the real life, which mm-hmm. I found funny. Here's my problem with yeah. that show. And this is super meta, but the show was meta. Yeah. I hate Tori Smelling. Okay. Like, there's not Her a lot of people that I just little. go like, but just as like a, a as an actress, uh, how I pre- and you gotta understand, I've watched 90210. I've watched 90210 yeah. a lot. Literally, my Facebook memory today when I was checking it out, it was I was Facebooking about 90210 like eight years ago. And Tiffany Amber Thiessen was your girl on that oh show. Oh my god, I had a okay. thing. Kelly Kapowski was All right, like, So you have and, a type, is what I'm gathering. Like, no, 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 I don't. Okay. Um, 
Kelly Kapowski. I mean, Kelly Kapowski. I love Kelly Kapowski, uh, but I don't have a type. And that's a, some people have asked like about crushes and stuff like that. But when I, I can't even like in my head. There's but everyone just, you've like, named different... is brunette. But are you not a brunette? I am, and yeah. but I stay away from blondes because I Why? don't think I can control my. In my head, I think I couldn't control myself. I think I would like. Like if a blonde was was to say something like, um, uh, you know, go stab that guy in the neck and and we can go to dinner. I would just be like, all right, I got to find something really? sharp. And I might do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Like sometimes so you like I'm, blondes. I like blondes, but I've never dated a blonde. Okay. Uh, I've never dated a blonde like long term yeah. or anything like that. Um, I don't have a type though. I don't, I don't think I go like, oh, that's not my type. I don't see like a, a redhead and go. Oh, I'm not into her because she's she has red hair. That's not like a thing for me. So, but Tiffany Amber Thiessen just Saved by the Bell. And like I love that show. Yeah, Saved and by the everyone Bell. Everyone who didn't like her. Yeah. Uh, and so when she got to nine and two and zero, I never watched the earlier episodes. Oh. Until she came, she left the she, oh, Saved by the Bell college funny. years ended, and she went there, and I was like, I'm all in on this. And that was like oh. the first time I ever like saw like anything about like smoking weed because oh, she was yeah. the pothead on the show. And yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so bad. Yeah, it's so different. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch the show, but I did. And Dawson's Creek. I think I was allowed to watch Dawson's Creek though. Really? That's pretty. That was pretty spicy. I, mean, I always if watched it in a different room than uh, my parents. Though. If you remember that, so I didn't watch Dawson's Creek until college. It's oh. so weird. I always I only watched these in like rerun forms. So in college, TBS used to run four hours of Dawson's Creek. And I had an early morning class. I had like a, an 8, 8.30 class, something like that. And I used to go to class, come back home, and watch Dawson's Creek from like Funny. 10 to 12 or something like that. Wow. And that's how I watched Dawson's Creek when I was like 20, 20. But how did you get into it? It was on. Oh, it was, it just was on. on. Yeah, it was just on. And I don't know. I mean, I... It's possible, like I start. It's very possible. I remember disturbing behaviors. Remember that with uh, with I remember uh, the name, but who with Katie Holmes. Oh, that's the the Think Blue movie where uh, uh, her and some guy are at the school. She's like the outcast with the nose ring. I don't think I ever and saw it. And the football team, like the whole school, is getting brainwashed. When you're a trouble kid, your parents like say, "Oh, we gotta help," and then they the school comes over and they brainwash your kid. Until you think blue and like they're going to make the perfect kids and all the parents are bought into like brainwashing. But uh, Katie Holmes and this the new kid in school who has been brainwashed yet aren't into it. And uh, that was the Harvey Danger song. Paranoia, paranoia. Everybody's coming to get me. I don't think I ever saw that movie. Yeah, that was a oh, yeah, it was a great. And I loved Katie Holmes. mm -hmm. And that was like around that time of Dawson's Creek. It was like 10th, 11th grade, something like that. I remember the faculty. That was another one where like yeah, the aliens were invading that. high school bodies. And oh. yes, yeah, so you really didn't like really like no gravitate or stuff like that. I don't think so. And then you're talking about like in college, you watched Dawson's Creek. I watched I was into like sex in the city in college. I was into sex in the city uh, when I was working night shifts uh, in college. Oh. And uh, <laughs> this is so funny. This is what this is how I relate uh, Sex and the City. <laughs> I would come home, work night shift. I come home and like you know you work till midnight. You need a yeah. little like so I'd have a drink and I'd lay on the couch and I would just like all right I'll just put on like <laughs> I'll try the Sex and the City and watch it and I I remember like five episodes such very a great clearly show. and I would just be sitting there drinking. You get a little buzz and you go. <laughs> That is fucking funny. <laughs> You're like, I am sitting here laughing to Sex in the City. And yeah, but I bet you learned a lot about women too watching it. I no? Never, no, I've never learned anything. 
<laughs> I'm still just out here blind, just trying to figure it out. <gasps> oh. So wait, so now I have to ask. Mm. So the crushes, you said other people have been asking sure. this. Katie Eveland. Yeah. So that was high school? Mm-hmm. Who else in high school? Um, Adrian O'Connor. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, like I said, there were like times like, there would just be like weeks or yeah. different months where I'd be like, oh, like that girl just popped into my life. And now yeah. I see her like, uh, I remember there was probably like a three, a three month span where like Natalie Kuhnert was oh. everything to yeah. me. Uh, that's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. I don't know. So I just like jumped around my brain, you know, I, yeah. and, and I'm still like that now. What you about know? middle school? Um, Middle school. It was probably a lot of the same. I don't know. You give me your opinion on this. You had a boyfriend, but my opinion of school, and this started in middle school. Yeah. I just remember hearing about girls having sex and the yeah. guys that they were having sex with, and all their friends would talk about it in class. And the girl might be there too. Yeah. And um, you know, shaming women for sexual yeah. activities, but you're hearing about this stuff and parties, and this girl cheated on this guy, yeah. and this guy had sex with this girl. I felt like our school was so sexualized. In, like high school or middle school too? Both. Really? I remember these stories huh. in middle school so clearly. I don't clearly. remember any of these stories in middle school. Yeah, I just I remember. Yeah, I definitely remember these stories in middle really? school. Yeah, and like that was like my introduction to like, oh, okay, kids are having sex. Like that's a thing yeah. in my world now I was, like i think i was too naive in middle school for like any of that i remember like so we went to stony creek and we always talked once we got to middle school we realized that everyone was like more advanced than we were that people were like kissing on the playground mm. in elementary school and we were not doing that in stony creek we were like still chasing each other around and right. throwing sand and like someone put a tack on my chair one day it's sean higgins um and like stuff like that you know what i mean yeah um and so i remember when we got to middle school we were like oh my god people are like kissing and stuff i remember so you know like your first boyfriend or girlfriend when especially in middle school like you ask each other to be boyfriend or girlfriend, but it really doesn't mean anything and nothing mm. ever comes out. And then like two weeks later, you break up. Yes, 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 yes. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. Like whole, the middle school boyfriend, yeah. girlfriend thing. I think that's incredible. Yeah. So that was my first, I don't even want to call him boyfriend because it wasn't, that it was nothing. But that's what we call it. Like was, do you remember Donald Parker? Yeah, Don Parker. Yeah. And I remember on a Friday night, I like came home from school, like put my PJs on, got ready to watch TJF, and he called and like asked if I wanted to come over to watch a movie. And I was like, no, like I don't even like that was so out of my comfort zone. I don't even know you. And I was like, I'm like in my pajamas, probably like my like footsie pajamas or something like that, uh, like a four year old wears. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, um, it was so out of my comfort zone that it was like, shocking to me bro we just hang at the locker i don't know i, know. Like I was like, like what so that was always like one of my <laughs> things you know i think i i think um insecurities and you know i i remember um i remember a girl in sixth grade uh asking me out and me Who? telling you can't just say that it wasn't good it wasn't a good uh story in the end uh it was kelly bernard oh, remember her? yeah why is this a good story in the end uh well because she attacked me in the end what do you of, mean like physically attacked me oh okay because I, I said i turned her down oh but i turned her down like so my mom kind of talked me out of it like yeah i remember telling my mom like this girl likes me and she's like oh, what are you gonna do with a girlfriend 
And I'm thinking like, it's really it's good. Fair. Yeah. Point. What am I going to do? Like, and you said no. And I, well, I said I don't know. Like, go on a date. She's like to where? And I'm like McDonald's. And she's like, you don't take a girl to like McDonald's. And I'm thinking like, I don't know. Like, I don't even have a job. Aww. Like, I was like four, you know, thirteen. I don't know how old you were in sixth grade. Eleven, twelve. 13 you're 11 and 12 11 and 12 yeah so yeah i don't know that that was such like a i had no idea i was just, and so I, things like that would always creep in my mind as yeah. far as like through life of like well, can you afford this date or oh, that's you, so funny yeah or like you know what are you gonna what are you gonna do to impress this girl i mean or, i think it's good that your mom asked that and like put that like high standards yeah. for you yeah I think it's a good thing, but but in the end, she had, I t- I told her no, and she attacked me. She grabbed me by the throat, and she this is Mr. Winokur's class. This is crazy. Story. Oh my gosh! She grabbed me by the throat and just started like thrashing me around no and threw way. me yeah threw me to the ground. Wow! And I was like so like, and that's at the time when I had like impulse like control issues yeah. and like part of like me being me thinking that people perceive me as an asshole. Yeah. And I remember like standing up and I grabbed a chair like just to protect <gasps> myself. <laughs> And like just to keep, I didn't throw it at her, but yeah. I definitely probably shook it in her direction. Uh, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And like, "Wow." Yeah. And then um, that ended with her telling someone that I uh, this crazy. Uh, this ended with fuck it. This ended with her telling Earl Stout that I used a racial slur. <gasps> and uh, I got on. I was on the bus. Yeah. It was like the end of the day. I was on the bus. And Earl came out to the bus with a group of people. Oh. And Earl's like. Which is crazy. Crazy. Earl's like, get off the bus. And I'm like, Earl, I'm not getting off the bus. You are going (laughs) to fuck me up if I get off that bus. I'm not getting off the bus. Yeah. You're going to have to catch me tomorrow. (laughs) And he's like, yo, I'm not going to do anything. Just get off the bus. And I'm like, no. And then he's like telling me the story of why he's out there. And he's like, disrespect. I'm like, whoa, what? I'm biracial, dude. I yeah. my dad's black. I'm half black. Yeah. Well, why would I say that? Yeah. Ryan Parfit happened. Ryan Parfit was in my Parfitt, class. That was yeah. cool, with Ryan. And Ryan uh was there and Ryan's like, he didn't say that. Oh. And good. Earl's like, all right, all right. And Earl stuck out his hand. And I'm on the bus and I'm thinking, like, he's either gonna like is either he's gonna, gonna be cool like, or he's gonna or he's gonna window. pull me through the window, you know. <laughs> so I stuck my hand out and and you know, we slapped hands and it was all cool and it was I never had a problem See? from there, but but I appreciate that about guys because, like, you guys can, like, just get over it from there. And then you were cool, right? Only because I didn't think I could take him. Oh. If that was someone I thought I could take. Yeah. Sixth grade Brad would have gotten off that bus and, and oh caused some. Yeah, it would have caused some some noise. Yeah. I'm having heart palpitations for when if that kids was, are older. <laughs> if, if that was, you know, Tui Meyer that, that came yeah. up to me saying, like, yo, why would you say this? I'd have, like, yeah. gone right up to Tui. Like, oh, fuck you, man. Like, yeah. like try to make a show of it, yeah. you know? Um. But I knew I couldn't. I knew I couldn't win that, and that was probably the most diplomatically, yeah, diplomatic way I've ever handled any conflict in my life. Because that was like a, that was a full stop. Like, don't don't do this the wrong way. (laughs) So that was like your intro to quotes dating. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that really was. uh, Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So I never ever dated. No. And it was always like. I don't know. Never knew what to do in dating. Did anyone else ever ask you out? No. 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 I remember uh, occasionally friends telling me that so-and-so likes you. Yeah. I was not – and this is why I say I wasn't mature enough. I, I remember thinking like you don't um, – and this probably took me years. Like you don't acknowledge liking girls. I was still very much in that like yeah. that uh, playground mentality yeah. of like, oh, so-and-so says, says that – she likes you. I heard that. And you just go, 
that girl oh god really and then like you know you're 20 and you just think back to like this year and you're looking at this girl on facebook and you go oh my gosh she's so pretty like that's so stupid why was like why did i think because i wasn't mature enough for stuff like that yeah like girls you know but i wasn't didn't know how to approach it or deal with it well i feel like it's harder for guys though too because like I at least feel like I'm traditional in the sense that, like, I would never have gone, like, up to a guy and asked them out. You know what I mean? No girls really so, did, right? So, yeah. So, I feel like it's harder for you guys. I also um, and I also think that because I felt like we were so, – I felt like our school was so sexualized. I heard so many stories. It's so interesting. Yeah. Uh, and maybe because I don't mind my own business. Maybe that's why now I'm doing no. a podcast where yeah. I talk to everyone about their shit. Yeah. But I felt like back then – I knew something about everybody. Yeah. Like, I feel like I could point to everybody in the middle school yearbook and be like, oh, that person is this type. This person did this. This person did that. Or this happened to this person. Or this person dated that person. So I don't remember, like, people having sex in middle school. I remember, like, all the band kids would just, like, make out with each other on those band I trips. I didn't know about. <laughs> like, in the back of the bus, it was, like, everyone making out with each other. And after the band, band trip. Yes. They'd come back and you'd hear like everyone that made out with everyone. And I was like, what is happening on these band trips? That's so funny. Yeah. And then uh, like I remember, I remember Janelle Hartman. All these people are like coming back in my head. She didn't go to our high school. So she probably, I don't, I think she moved away. Okay. She had a party once. And I remember like there were just people like making out places. And that was like the first time I had been in like, and I think that was middle school. Okay. Yeah. But I don't remember like ever realizing that maybe people were having sex and probably it was happening and I just was like blind to it. Right. Well, I don't think they were doing it right there. Well, right, yeah, yeah. On the, in but the I living didn't room know or, about it either. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, but what I was going to say was that I felt like it took me a while to even know how to truly talk to women because I think I, I obsessed maybe or I just couched what I kind of learned in middle school and high school in the way that guys used to talk about women yeah. and girls. And I, it was pretty bad yeah. um, in the 90s just because that's the way the culture was. Yeah. Um, things were so different. But I think it took me a long time to shake that off, to be yeah. honest. Um, you know, to talk to women respectably and have conversations and get to know them. And, yeah. you know, yeah. um, because of how I perceived what was going on in middle school. Huh. Interesting. I mean, you, I'm sure you you can think to like people like being like slut shamed. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, there was never, ever like a anyone to say, hey, that's not right. Yeah, it's true. And I don't think and maybe because, you know, in high school, um, although I still I don't think my dad would have. But in high school, I just grew up with my mom. And so yeah. I didn't have like a dad to say, you don't treat women like that. Yeah. Or, um, but. That just wasn't – no one corrected that. And so I think in my head, I thought once I got to college, it was like, oh, well, these girls are sluts. And, you know, like that was like a – that's how I came out. That's what everyone treated them when they were 17, 18, 16, yeah. 15, 14. It's what I've been hearing. And and then you watch Sex in the City and you told you everything you needed to <laughs> That didn't happen until I was like 23, 20. Imagine. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> really? <laughs> huh. It's interesting. I feel like I was naive. I feel like I didn't know about – even I've said to my husband before that like if – I would have no idea where to go to get like weed or anything. No clue. Wouldn't even know how to start. Like, And he grew up in a much different environment. In high school? Yes. Or now? So he was in uh, – <laughs> I guess now too. I don't know. Um, 
So I was, I'm like, I feel like I was really naive and even like drinking, like, of course I shared a couple drinking stories, but they're like my only drinking stories from high school. And then when I got to college, I was like, oh, we can drink now. And like, it's funny comparing my husband drank a lot in high school and stuff. So he was over it. And mm-hmm. then I went to college and I was like, whoa, let's go have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, you told that story about like, you know, getting called to come over and you're just like not. Yeah. No. You know, you're like, so. It sounds like regardless of, I don't know, you found yourself in a position to be able to get a, to have a boy, get a boyfriend, to have a boyfriend. I guess, if you can consider it that. Probably because your social group allowed for intermingling with boys. Your friends had boyfriends or dated guys and hung out with guys. And my friends didn't hang out with girls, didn't talk to girls. You know, I might be able to have like a locker girlfriend, maybe if like my other friends, you know. A locker girlfriend. Oh, that's funny. Because one of my other like middle school, like quote-unquote boyfriends with joe brown and then our lockers were always next to each other mm-hmm. so all through high school he was still like always right there yeah um yeah that's funny well funny just talking about don parker made me think of this so my older son his name is parker mm. and i remember before when we were like i don't know if it was right before we named him that or if we were literally at the hospital i had to say to my husband i'm like I feel like I should tell you this before we name him Parker because like horrible thing to come out years weird, later at a reunion. But it doesn't, or- so it's funny. I had to be like, so there's this guy, Don Parker. And <laughs> like told him the whole story. And I was like, literally nothing ever happened. But if before we name him this, I feel like you should know. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Was there anything was there anything in those yearbooks that you wanted to Um no, I just thought if anyone's name came up that we could look could up look in case. Up. I I read the comments and I thought it was interesting because, like I said, I thought I was always friends with everyone, like no drama. And then, like, I'm seeing comments from, like, people who are like, sorry, we fought this year. I'm like, what the hell did we fight about? And then I thought I was friends with everyone in high school. And Ryan Dunn wrote something. He wrote, like, hey, it was great getting to know you in public speaking. It was funny to see you roll your eyes at all the people you don't like. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a mean girl. What What the hell happened? Um, it was. Just, it's just interesting to look back and be like, I don't remember any of that mm, stuff. Yeah. But reading through the yearbook, it also made me sad, though, because there were some people that, like, wrote, like, those – there's, like, a couple of people that wrote, like, half-page things about how what good friends we are and, like, we're not friends anymore. Do you and remember them being friends then? Like, were you yeah, like, then it was yeah. like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, what? Like, isn't that life though? Like, yeah. you work with somebody, oh, you've been at the same place for 15 years, but I'm yeah. sure you've had people oh, yeah. through that time that you worked with for two years, three Definitely. years, or people that you sat near or did lunch with on a regular basis. Yep. And then they get a new job four years later or something. It's like, oh, we were the best of friends. And when they left and we went out for drinks and we were like, yeah. we're going to keep in touch and yeah. we're going to keep hanging out. And then, like, you, you talk to them like every year and a half or like you just like stuff on Facebook. And yep. At least we have that to keep in touch, I guess. You but. know, high school really was at probably like that. And for me, you know, I only had so many friends and they're all kind of in the area. So I still keep in touch with them now. But Kate I would just, imagine when you had more friends. Kate just texted me. Oh, see? <laughs> Sorry. I imagine if you had more friends. Yeah. You'd lose more in that way just by, yeah. you know, the numbers. Yeah. I know. It, it's sad, though. I mean, and it's just – I guess it's just a part of life and growing mm-hmm. up and changing. And, like, even now, like, most of the people I talk to most frequently either work with them or our kids go to school together. And it's just a facet of, like, right. where we are. Yeah. Um. I don't know. But even, like, that kind of stuff where 
I sense that I talk to more working moms than moms that stay at home. Mm. And I find, and I, it's funny because I feel like there's that divide as being a mom now. Yeah. You have the working moms and the non-working moms, which I have the utmost respect for moms that stay home because I honestly don't think I could do it. I don't yeah. think I have the patience to do it. <laughs> um, and I've always said to my husband, I think I'm a better mom because I work because I need to like get out and like have adult interactions. Yeah. Um, so I have the utmost respect for them, but it's just like who you relate to. Like yeah. I can pick up and I'm one that I try at least to not act like my life is perfect. Cause I, the social media thing where like everything's perfect. My kids are perfect is like not my thing. Sure. So I gravitate towards other moms who are like, I can pick my kids up from daycare on like a Friday and they're being nuts. And I can text my mom friend and be like, they're being such assholes. Like, can I drop them back off at daycare? Mm. And like, so they're like the moms I gravitate to, but you see it even in the school district I'm in. Um, there's a lot of stay at home moms and even like, PTA meetings are at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday. Mm. And they're always like, oh, you should volunteer. And I'm like, well, you make it so if you're a working mom, you literally can't be right. in the PTA. Right. So I don't know. It's interesting. Um, and I don't think it's as like catty as it was in high school. But all that stuff still. Yeah. From time to time. Well, you know what? I'll be honest. Like I, when I talk to certain people sometimes about and they bring up the podcast, people from high school. Yeah. They bring up the podcast. Um, sometimes they have like opinions or thoughts on like certain guests. And I just, yeah. I just think like. That's kind of catty. Yeah. Or they're like, oh, I was talking to this person or that person about this. And I'm thinking like, well, why didn't you say that to that like person? Like yeah. everyone's having open discussions yeah. and conversations about stuff. And like, I don't know. I think that this podcast is the perfect opportunity for people to say things directly about yeah. stuff or have conversations yeah. about things. And so if, you know, something gets said on the podcast, that's why I kind of say like sometimes I'll just remind people like, it's all good to like talk to people. Just like, let's try and do it respectfully. Yeah. But sometimes I'm a little surprised that, you know. A little bit of that yeah. high school mentality creeps back in That's where funny. it's like, oh, you said it to you said it to like a group of friends. Yeah. And you told me, but you don't talk to that person about it. Like, yeah. I'm sure you guys are 38 years old. It's 36 years old. I'm sure yeah. you guys could talk about it and be like, cool. Yeah. I don't know. I guess people are at different points in their life with stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's just I don't know. I think it's a, because we're not in close proximity every day. Yeah. So it, it breathes a little bit better. Yeah. But it's even easier now to reach out to someone than it's ever been before. Like shoot them a it is, message. But you know, I'll be honest, like it's not easy. Yeah. When especially when you know you have a, a disagreement. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many people for the show that I have not reached out to yeah. that I have, you know, I know I've got disagreements with or I know there's gonna be conflict and, and I haven't reached out to them and some I've gotta like talk myself up to. Yeah. And and, and you're um, going to? Like you're definitely gonna reach out to all of them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm the goal is to get everyone that I wasn't a friend with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all but like, you know, six people, seven people or something like that are gonna be yeah, so So who's disqualified? Scott, Josh, Alyssa, George Barecca, uh, Tony Antonucci, Justin Duffner. Okay. That's probably about it. Maybe I hung out with Sean Higgins for like 11th grade or 10th, I think it was 11th grade. I've been in his house, met his parents. He might be disqualified, not sure. Aaron Cooper, he should be, Brandon D. on my chair. <laughs> See? I'm not holding grudges, don't worry. Um, my mom was like, You will never get over that. I'm like, No, I had to go to the nurse and like show her my butt. And it was traumatizing in second mm -hmm. grade. It's all good, Sean. Um, I don't even know if he, you know, that's the other funny thing about the show is that I don't know necessarily who listens. Yeah. You know, a handful that, they, you know, the ones that like them uh, every, you know, every week or whatever on, on Facebook or Instagram or who reach out. Like, I, but I don't know a lot of times people that are listening to the show. So 
um, every once in a while, usually every time that someone does the podcast, yeah. it brings out someone else to reach out that I go, wow, you've been listening to every episode. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Sean could be listening, but he might not. I don't even know if he knows about it. I don't know. That's the funny thing about this know. thing. It's like, and it's interesting because I don't think my husband understands it. He's like, you're listening to what again? And I'm like, but it's just interesting because these are all the people that like you think you have your perceptions of them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times there's just so much more depth there than you ever knew. And it's just interesting to hear people talk about like what's happened to them since high school or even their perceptions of high school. Yeah. 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 Things that you have in common. That's, you know, my, my hope is that people outside of our school, you know, find this and they're like, Oh, I can attach that. Or I get that. Or like, even you were talking about like stuff with Brianna and that, you know, as far as like having kids and things that you related to and nothing to do with high school. Yeah. But other people who are saying, Oh, high school pocket, maybe listen to Brianna's life and they go, Oh, I, I know what she's talking about there too. And you know, that's what I'm kind of hoping that just from a life standpoint, other people catch on and enjoy the stories and experiences. I know that was crazy. I was listening to Brianna and she was saying she has the PVC and I was like, I have that too. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you, when did you get married? I got married in 2010. Okay. Where did you meet your husband? College. But we were best friends all through college. Really? Like friends, nothing ever more than friends. And we were in the same group of friends. So he dated the first good friend I had at college. Her name was Steph and uh, or is Steph. And um, he dated her. We were also peer mentors. Do you know what a peer mentor is? So, so like a big brother, big sister? Thing? Kind of. Like in a when a freshman class would come in, I would get oh, like okay. a class and you would like mentor them. And we were both peer mentors, but he was a year older than me. And when the seniors were graduating, everyone would do a speech about one. So I picked him. His name's Garrett. And we were best friends. I told him everything. He used to like pick me up drunk places. He was like my best friend. So I picked him to do a speech about. And um, I started it and I said, Garrett, I love you like a brother. And I always laugh about it because I like never in a million years would I have ever thought I would be married to him. Wow. So um, it's funny because we laugh about all of that now. But um. So I was like, well, you know all my stories already, so I don't have to tell you anything. And um, and then the joke is that, like, I guess I friend zoned him and didn't realize mm-hmm. it the whole time. <laughs> so how did that – so as someone that is in so many friend zones, yeah. um, how did that change? He was graduating. I remember when he – when I said bye to him at graduation, I cried my eyes out. And that's, like, not my style – um, I don't think it is at least. I cried hysterically that he was leaving. Wow. Um, and then he's a year older than I am. He moved to this area. Okay. Um, so then when I graduated a semester early, we would hang out when I, he was the only one here. All my mm-hmm. friends were still at college. So we would hang out there. Yeah. And then I remember we got like drunk one night and was like, like the real asked me for a kiss. And out. I was like, what? And it was really weird. And then it just like, Nothing happened that night, but it was just like, oh, wait, it made me think. I didn't realize that he ever felt that way. Yeah. Yeah. That is like, that is the reason guys continue to be friends with girls because they hope at some point that that's what's going to happen. That's literally like why guys stay in the friend zone. I guess so. To wait it out. He never would have said it to me if he wasn't drunk. And he doesn't drink a lot. Like. I couldn't tell you the last time he was drunk. Like, yeah. probably the first night we ever kissed because that's what it, like... Worked out okay for yeah. him. Yeah. But I don't remember... I was very dramified, though, too, 
with the whole like friend like yeah yeah i imagine that's like a different yeah yeah scenario it usually doesn't end up like this Mm -mm. (laughs) no no especially um just because i felt like there were just so many people from his hometown there too and they were all dating mm. and and I always laugh because the first time I went home with him for Christmas I remember him his mom saying but I thought Kelly was dating Cole and I'm like oh yeah that's not the best first impression things don't change <laughs> yeah yeah that's so, so funny. yeah and then how long after that did you start having kids so we started dating Started, well, where you got ma- married in 2010. Yeah, though. so we started dating in 2005, got married in 2010, um, and had our first kid in 2012, like December of 2012. And two two kids? Two boys. Boys? Mm-hmm. How's, uh, how's parenthood? Uh, it's nuts. Yeah? It's um, the best thing I've ever done, but the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, and I'm realizing I'm like a very nervous mom. Mm. Um, partly because of like stuff that's happened, but it freaks me out. Just like my little guy wants to play football so bad. I'm like, you can't play football. Everyone gets hurt. I just Mm. want to put them in a bubble. So I had part of it. I swear has to do with Parker. Um, I had like super complications with Parker and I got sent to the hospital three weeks before my due date. Mm. Um, on the day Sandy Hook happened. Wow. And I sat in the hospital for three days just watching all the Sandy Hooks because they wouldn't let me leave the hospital. And I remember just sitting there being like, oh, my God, I'm bringing like a kid into the world with all this happening. Like, how do you keep them safe and thinking through all of that? Um, And then at that point, I didn't know if everything was going to be okay because of all the complications. I had this crazy thing called help. No one knows what help is because it doesn't like it's like two percent of pregnant women get help. It's H-E-L-L-P. Okay. It's. Hemolysis, like where your red blood cells start lysing. EL is elevated liver enzymes. Okay. And then LP is low platelets. Okay. So it looks like preeclampsia because your blood pressure goes up. But then your liver starts failing. Oh, wow. And then your platelets drop and you can bleed out. So a lot of oh, times wow. like when you hear of a woman dying in childbirth, it's probably because they have help and no one realizes uh-huh. that they have help and they just bleed out. Wow, yeah. Um. So I... On a, it was like a Monday night. I was up all night. I was like 36 weeks pregnant. I was up all night with my back killing me and I was in a lot of pain. And I called the doctor in the morning and I was like, I, don't, I know I'm not in labor, but I feel like something's wrong. Can you just check? And they were like, well, we're going to send you to the hospital. So just go to the hospital. So I went to the hospital and they were like, well, you're having contractions like sporadically, which is unusual at this point. Mm-hmm. Like you're fine. Just go home. Um, and they didn't run any tests. And the whole time I'd been having pain, like in um, my upper right side. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're just really small and the butt's there. And it's just – so I was going to prenatal Pilates and I was like – they were giving me a hard rubber ball and I was literally like rubbing this – like putting all my body weight – like putting the ball on the floor and rubbing it on where it hurt. Mm-hmm. And then I had my regular checkup that Thursday and I was up the whole night before, like in just a lot of pain again. And the doctor walked in and she, and I just started crying and she was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I just feel like something's not right. And I had in like two weeks prior, I went to my appointment and I had gained 10 pounds of water weight, like where I couldn't put any shoes on that I had. Mm -hmm. This, my good friend at work called me a water buffalo Mm -hmm. because I was just so swollen and huge. And, um, and I was like, I just think something's wrong. And she's like, you're just really pregnant you're fine. Um, and my husband was teaching her daughter at the time. And she said, 
I'll run some blood work, but I don't think I'm going to find anything. He'd be like, you're fine. So that was a Thursday. I remember the next day I was in my boss's office getting my year in a review. And I was in like a really important meeting with the VP that morning. And I remember sitting there thinking like, I could just pass out right now. Like I feel like I have no energy. And then I went to my year in review and my doctor called and I answered and she was like, I need you to go to the hospital. And I was like, what do you mean you need me to go to the hospital? And she's like, I just need to rerun your blood work. And she was pretty good at not telling me what was going on. So I was like, well, I'm in my, I'm in a meeting. Can I come in like an hour? And she's like, sure, I'll meet you there. And like doctors don't normally meet you at the hospital. Um, So I remember like going, my mom was really mad because I didn't call her when I went to the hospital earlier in the week. So I called her and I was like, hey mom, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm going to make Christmas cookies. And I said, can you meet me at my house instead? I got an update said, on everything. Yeah, I was like, I have to go to the hospital. I'm sure it's fine. And she's like, are you going to bring your like overnight bag? And I'm like, no, they're just going to rerun my blood work and then I'll go home. And she's like, I think you should bring your bag. Mm. So um, I didn't call my husband because I was like, it's all going to be fine. Yeah. I'll just let him finish Doctor his didn't worry you too much. Yeah. Like, so I went and they did blood work and they were like, you need to stay. And wow. I'm like, okay. And I still, looking back, I, they weren't telling me a lot, but they said they had to do like, a 24 hour like urine catch to see how much protein was in my urine, which in my head that was preeclampsia. Mm-hmm. And they were checking my blood work, but they weren't telling me much. And then I guess they told my husband more. So they kept pulling him out and being like, this is kind of serious. We're going to monitor, figure out what's going on. That was Friday. Sandy Hook happened. Saturday, I was like, so it's been 24 hours. Can I go home now? And the nurse laughed at me and was like, honey, you're not going home. And I was like, wow. really? And she was like, no. So then I remember overnight they would they started waking me up to take my blood pressure because my blood pressure was going up. And I the nurse woke me up once and I was like drenched in sweat. And she was like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. So the next morning the doctor came in and was like, yeah, we have to induce you. And I was like, well, why? Wow. And she was like, your liver is like – so when they did the initial blood work, my liver was four times the levels they should have been. And they were worried it was just like failing. So they induced me, but they had to be really careful because they had to watch my platelets to make sure I wasn't going to bleed out. And I guess they were telling my – so they pulled my husband out of the room and say like, we have an OR. So they specifically put me across from the OR in case something happened. Um, But I didn't know any of this. Mm -hmm. And they – so they were like, we have an OR prepped and ready to go in case we need something, like blah, blah, blah. I remember my brother coming, and my brother's like a paramedic and a fireman. And he – every time my blood pressure would be taken, the alarms would go off. And he was sitting there watching him, and I was watching his face, and he was like – and then they eventually left. And I was like being induced at that time, so I was having contractions and stuff. And then he he left to go home. And then he turned around and came back. And he because my blood pressure was going so high, I was like could have a stroke. Oh wow. So, but by the time he had come back, they were putting me on magnesium, which is a muscle relaxer, so that you don't have a stroke. Um, and it's really hard to push when you're sure. on a muscle relaxer. Yeah. So they had to put me on Pitocin to help with speeding along the baby and the muscle relaxer. And I was just like out of it. I remember mm-hmm. pushing and just being like, I couldn't make it to 10. And then I would apologize because I couldn't make it to 10. And mm-hmm. they're like, honey, you're fine. I'm like, I'm sorry to make it to 10. <laughs> uh, and then Aww. like the doctor that came wasn't a doctor. When you're, So when you're pregnant, they meet you meet every doctor that delivers a baby in the practice. You have to have an appointment with all of them. So you meet them. And then the doctor on call when I'm delivering is no one from the practice. It's some random guy. Just like a knocked up. Yeah. Some random dude, and I'm in the. It wasn't m- Doctor Ken Jong, was it? <laughs> no. Okay. No, but 
at, like just weird stuff was happening. Like at one point, and I was so out of it, but at one point I was like, oh, now I'm probably getting too detailed, that he asked for olive oil. And I was like, did he just ask for olive oil? Am I like imagining things? And he did. He used olive oil. Like, and we won't go into details there. Yeah, no, I did. get it. Um, <laughs> and then um, I'm in the middle of pushing. And he's like, I'm really sorry, but I really have to go to the bathroom. So he left to go to the bathroom. And when you're at that point of pushing, like, you, can't stop. you push every time you have a contraction. Right. And it's, like, really painful to not. So he left to go pee. And um, that was interesting. And he came out with, like, this, like, crazy cone head. And I always wonder if it's because of that or whatever. But at the end of the day, he was fine. Like, they – and then you just get better. They like don't know anything. I was gonna about say it. giving like once you have birth, like your body just starts to go. Yeah, back then to- your liver starts going back, and like I went home normal timing. They were a little concerned when he was born because he was grunting a little bit, but they specifically tried to wait until I hit thirty-seven weeks because then it's not premature. He was preterm, but not premature because sure. he was three weeks early. Mm-hmm. But then we went home normal time. I remember going back for my checkup, and they were like, "Oh, you're good." And I was like, "Can you run blood work to make sure my wow. liver's okay?" And I had to like specifically ask for them to run blood work, but I don't think I realized everything i asked for my medical records and i got like 150 pages and i've read through them to see like exactly what happened because i don't have like i don't remember Mm -hmm. some of it um and it was interesting just to see like how my liver was doing and all can you speak the language enough to yeah you get it yeah yeah i can like see everything like what they're um that was your first that was my first and then the interesting thing about brianna is that with like preeclampsia and they think help is some form of preeclampsia you have cardiovascular events down the road too so um i've been i ended up in the er one night because i was having the same thing brianna was and you can feel it it almost feels like like i would have to like take a breath Mm -hmm. and i was like feeling my pulse and i could feel that like something was off and my whole family was sick with hand foot and mouth like my husband included which adults don't really get it and i had to be like honey I think I have to go drive myself to the ER while you're here with hand, foot, and mouth with our oh kids. Um, so I went and it was fine, but they were like, oh no, we can see what's happened. Like, something's so going that, on. What you're feeling. So I went for it. I found a specific doctor at Penn that specializes in women who've had like preeclampsia. Uh-huh. And they did a workup and like, they never put me on anything. They just said, like, if your potassium's low, and exactly what Brianna said, if you have too much caffeine, too much alcohol, you need to sleep. Um, so I know like I was running on the treadmill last weekend and I could feel them happening. So I was like, I should probably start running soon, but Mm. I don't think anything would really happen. But that was after, I don't think the PVCs happened until after my second, they were watching me closer because of everything, but I had gestational diabetes. I didn't have, Okay. that was fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of stuff after he was born. He's totally fine too, but he has a ginormous head mm. um and he did it when he was born so when Same. he was born see so how old are they now um seven and almost five. Oh wow he still has an enormous head he asked me the other day mommy can you start buying me sweatshirts that zip up pull them over yeah because he can't get them over his head mm. but yeah so do you know you have a big head i think i have a big head yeah 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 you i don't know, know. you don't think so I mean, I don't know. I'm really not a good judge of this. But when you take your kid to a doctor, they measure, they've measured my head and mm-hmm. they measure my husband's head. Okay. Yeah, like hats. Um, I wear a lot of uh, like mesh hats and, and snap hats. And um, I'm not like – I don't wear fitted hats because they never fit. 
Yeah. But like the snap hats, like usually like the second to last, or like mm-hmm. usually like one of the mm-hmm. last two uh, buttons are the last are the ones yeah. that fit. Yeah. Uh, that's about it for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I also have like thick, even though I'm losing, losing when I got the sides yeah. and the back and all that, like super thick. And so as my hair gets thicker and it gets curly, yeah. um, it takes up so much space. So my head just gets even bigger. <sighs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Should have yeah. seen, seen me when I was like 19 and I grew a fro. That's my glory years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you didn't pick up all the ladies with that? <laughs> Even then, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I had no clue. But you talked about, like, the love of your life on one of these, didn't you? Oh, yeah. So, I, yeah, I dated a girl. Um, God, you know what's funny? It's, it's, my mom told me this made her cry, like, just mentioning her. Really? Uh, yeah, I dated a girl. Um, and it wasn't even that long. We had two different sessions of dating. And it's the only girl I ever loved. Yeah. And uh, it didn't work. Both yeah. times. Both times. <laughs> Both times it didn't work. Yeah. Um, But I think, uh, you know, you learn. Every time you fail, you learn more about yourself. That's true. And I always have a reflection period after I break up with someone. I have, like, a reflection period of myself. And to think, like, could I have done better? Could I have been better? Was this, did this affect the relationship? Whatever. And I always try and take that with me. So. I'm gonna be so wise. Whoever whoever gets yeah. me, I'm gonna be so. I'm gonna be the best version of myself. I know, then. and I love setting people up. So I'm sitting here just thinking, like, who could I set people up with? But I, I'm a little bit of a of like a, a hard head in, in the way of like I'm not very into dating girls that are not in Philadelphia. Oh, they have to be in the city. That's my preference, just because I like doing stuff in Philly, yeah. and I don't want to leave the suburbs and starts or I don't want to leave the city and spend most of my time out of the city until I'm like married and doing a family okay. thing until then I want to continue to have my fun here I would way way more if I lived where you live <laughs> it's uh well I've been here for six years now so yeah. uh it's some of the stuff like the mind controls way better but when I first lived here yeah. I used to go to DeBruno Brothers yeah every weekend um and especially like because it's a great walking neighborhood so I would like make a drink first thing in the morning, make yeah. a smoothie and pour some rum in it and go take like a walk around and go to the post office and dry cleaning. And I come back and I would, you have to pay cash for like pretty much everything yeah. here. So I would like go get like $60 in cash and then like just come around and do all my food shopping, just like hand out money yeah, to go how to the. cool is that? Oh, it's great. But you just spend so much money. Yeah. I go to DeBruno's and they would like start to know you and like, hey, Brad's here. And like, hey, Brad. And they go, hey, how about this cheese? And. And they give me a little piece of it. And I go, oh, that's so good. Why don't you give me a chunk? They're like, great. You're up to $27. What's next? <laughs> Just go, I've got to stop this. I know. Yeah. yeah. That, that, was, really uh, that was like the, it was the first year I lived here. But this is such a fun a fun neighborhood. I still love like when my friends come down and, pe- and I can like show it off and people come down during the day yeah. or whatever and hang out and go get food and go you know do whatever. It's yeah. Fun. And the neighborhood's always lively. It's a big sports fan, sports town and yeah big cowboys fan runs the uh, produce station downstairs oh. so it's never like it's never like dormant oh interesting yeah so okay so has to live in philadelphia mm-hmm. what else um has to like music okay um your type of music or no, any type of music i don't i listen to everything okay uh, literally before you came over Do you listen to country uh, I do, but it's funny because I listen to more twangy, oh, old school. Like, I, I love like Johnny twangy. Cash, Red mm-hmm. Savine. Uh, I listen to trucker music, like C.W. McCall. Um, mm. Songs about, like, CJ5 and a four-wheel drive with a smoky on my tail, 10-4, shit like that. Mm. 
Hmm. Um, it's this thing about like shit out in Colorado and, and driving trucks and whatnot. Interesting. Um, but then every once in a while, like I love um, uh, Casey Musgraves. Oh yeah, love Casey Musgraves yeah. right now. Like that. That. Do you love her music or do you love her? No, I didn't even know what oh. she looked like to be honest. Like in my head, when I hear her songs yeah. of this Space Cowboy, is that the album? I think so. I'm yeah, actually not. That's that's a big yeah. single, but yeah. um I didn't know about her and I guess she won Grammys last year. Yeah. And so this summer I got the album yeah. and started listening to it. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. In my head, she looks like something different. Oh. Uh, but then when I look at her, I was like, Yeah, sure, she's pretty, yeah. but it's nothing. And she's brunette, right? So yeah. but there's nothing like specific where I just go, Oh, she's like I I don't like yeah. I don't swoon over her over her face or what she looks like at all. Hmm. I have a picture of what I think she would look like in my head when I listen to her music. But the two aren't the same and I yeah, I wouldn't know where she walked by here. Huh. So um, like celebrity wise, who's like your type? Like your biggest celebrity crush. This is horrible because I'm not a big celebrity person. Okay. I'm not um but man, I, I feel like there was someone recently and I was like, This is the celebrity person, like like it's very blonde. Like it's Ashley Judge, Charlize Theron. Oh, uh, man, I can't. You really think don't of... have a type, do you? Mm-mm. That's interesting. No, um, you know, like growing up, like I was very into like you know, Britney Spears was like yeah. you know, um, Jessica Simpson. Um, but then like you know, I I probably went through like a a period of time where it was like. Cameron Diaz, who like mm. you can't get much di- other yeah. than the hair color, you can't get much different yeah. from like Cameron Diaz and Jessica Simpson. Yeah, completely different looking girls. Yeah. Uh, so there's not a body type. There's not like a hair color. Interesting. It's a vibe. It's a personality. Huh. Um, but has to like music just because I like music. And I remember dating a girl once who said like we were just hanging out on a Friday night. I think you know I don't think we were doing anything. But I did like I didn't think it was like something I had to like perform. Or, yeah. You know, but I remember yeah. just like, we're just like, if you want to do something, just suggest it. If you want to watch something. And I remember yeah. her saying like, do you just like listen to music? And I was thinking like, watch shows and movies yeah. or we can go out to like, it's like 830 on a, on a Wednesday. What yeah. the fuck? Like, yeah. you know, maybe she was picking a fight with me, but I don't know. But, and I, so like in my head, like you gotta at least enjoy music. Yeah. You can't roll your eyes if I just want to listen to music on yeah. like a Saturday afternoon or, yeah. or a Thursday night or. Um, gotta have personality. Okay. Gotta like to party a little bit. Okay. Um, is that good enough? Is that no? Well, um, age, age range. Uh, I've I've <laughs> thinking about my mom listening to this. Um, yeah, I've I've run the spectrum, but I want to have kids, and so that's got to be should be in that range to be able to do that with me. Would you date someone with kids? Yeah. 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 Dated dated women with kids before. Okay. Um, but you gotta 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 want to have kids because I don't want to not have my own. Yeah. There's no reason for that. Gotcha. It's a sad thing as I get as you get older. Mm-hmm. What if you have some like crazy? You bring someone on your podcast and it ends up to be your future wife. Oh, like so. My mom said said something like that. Yeah. Uh, I was like, mom, like. Is that where you think like this this goes like where I just I end You're up with someone from where, no where I end up with someone from high school like at the end of the day from this that would be fucking wild. Um, I feel like the majority of people are married with yeah. kids at this point. Um, there's a few I guess that are there's I mean I don't know I, off the top of my head I can't think of like who's out there that's like not married. Uh, so I don't. <laughs> I'm sure there's some. 
So how is grown up life for you now? Like in generally in like in life, marriage, motherhood, work. I feel like I'm really lucky. Um, and like, don't get me wrong. It's not like, like it's hard. I think raising two kids is hard. It's mm. just you like, I question whether I'm doing the right things. Like, you know, you have to pick a school district, all that kind of stuff. But like looking back, I'm like, oh, we're really lucky. Like we both have really good jobs yeah. where like we're not struggling. Like we're not obviously like sure. loaded, but we're not struggling sure. every day. Um, so I feel lucky. And then even listening to this podcast and listening to like some things other people have been through or like here, like some of my f- friends have had struggles too. You're kind of like, wow, I should really like step back and realize like I have it pretty damn good and I should stop complaining yeah, but, <laughs> but you know though it's all in perspective and and you know, like i said like certain things that you might worry about everyone kind of worries about their own stuff and yeah yeah you know, so yeah don't be too hard on yourself yeah, that's true but yeah i mean because i i'm like wow how many people can say like they got their first job and they've been at the same company for that long mm-hmm. and so yeah i don't know we'll see what about you am i happy yeah in life yeah. um Mm, I'm not unhappy in life. Uh, there's, you know, in the interview that I had with Eric, he opened my eyes to certain things as far as like being comfortable in the life that you're doing because to change it for the sake of changing is not always good, you know, i.e. Uh, forcing yourself into a, like a relationship yeah. or, and marrying someone just so that you can say that you're married and now yeah, you're going to have kids and then, right. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, that's something that I, I thought about a lot after the after we talked and something I continue to think about in life and um, conversations with some other people that actually are single, right? Yeah. Um, that are like, dude, like think of what you do. Like you went out to Tahoe for this wedding for a week and like not everyone stayed for a week. Yeah. And you just went for a week and you didn't have shit to come back to do. Yeah. Like you, you know, come back, go to work, but like there's no reason why you couldn't. Right. Um, you know, going to concerts, you know, yeah. at, at the drop of a hat, um, you know, sometimes random people are in the city and so I can just pop out there and come home at four in the morning and, you know, yeah. not, not care at all. There's no reason why I can't do it. And as a film person, you know, work wise, you never quite know where things are. And so over really over the last like year, year and a half, I've made a lot of changes, two years, made a lot of changes with stuff at work. And so, um, that's something that if I had kids, uh, house, I wouldn't be able to necessarily do. Uh, yeah. And so in those things that keep me, me free flowing and stuff. Yeah. Very happy in that I haven't been restricted yeah. in doing that, but definitely a lot of envy, um, from, you know, I just did six weddings, went to six weddings in 12 months. Yeah. Uh, so you're seeing like all of your friends again, get married. I thought I did that when I was like 25 to 28, yeah. but now I'm doing it again at 36 yeah. or like my, the last group of my friends. So like you're seeing that and you're going, Oh man, how much longer is that going to be for me? Yeah. Or, you know, how much older am I going to be if and when I get to have kids? And so things like that give me you know, a little sad anxiety from time yeah. to time. But in general, I'm happy with the person that I am. Yeah. Yeah. And you have like a killer podcast that it's, it's, it's getting there. All right. That was part one of my conversation with Kelly Brooke Morton. I'll just say again, like I, like with Ryan's, Um, maybe it's the fact that we didn't really have anything to lean on as a crutch, uh, other than Japanese class, which I wasn't prepared to talk about because I didn't really know that connection until Kelly brought it up. But, you know, we just kind of were shooting the shit and Kelly is really smart 
and was game to not just entertain these long rabbit holes of conversation that I tend to take my guests down, but also to ask me some questions, which sometimes puts me on the spot, forces me to um, own up to a little honesty. And uh, I think he got that here. So there will be more of that next week on a Monday morning, part two of my conversation with Kelly Brooke Morton. We'll talk about more stuff next week, dating Joshua Jackson. Um, I'll explain how I got the nickname of the red shirt player. And yes, Kelly will sign my yearbook. So that will be next week on a Monday morning. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. We were friends in high school available on Apple podcasts, Google play, Stitcher, Spotify, if you can't find it somewhere, message me. How do you do that? We weren't friends in high school on Instagram, at WWF in high school on Twitter, and my personal account at Redshirt Playa everywhere Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Hey, thanks to everyone that was checking me out on the Facebook live stream uh, and the Instagram live stream. That was like a really fun 46 minutes of uh, high school jams. I'm still trying to figure out a way to get this done again without getting kicked off of social media. But um, make sure you're following the accounts because I'm trying to uh, stay busy and keep my mind occupied while I'm sheltered down here in South Philadelphia. So I hope everyone comes back next week for part two of my conversation with Kelly Brooke Morton. That'll be it for me. Later.